In the wrestling world, the people are represented by two separate but unequally important groups. The wrestlers and bookers, who literally do all the hard work, and the fans, who endlessly nitpick and overanalyze everything they do. These are their stories. Welcome to Raw and Order, the wrestling booking unit, the only wrestling podcast on the planet whose host really didn't get to watch much wrestling this week due to personal things. Um, and I am that host, Detective Mark Sparks, and I am joined by my partners in crime fighting. Starting off, District Attorney Vincent K. Fabe, what's going on, man? How are you? I'm pretty sure that if we were a band, I'd be the bassist because I'm wearing the merch. Wearing the merch. Wearing the merch. Wearing the merch. You can get that wearing merch. Wearing the merch. You too can, can wear that merch. All right, I'm going to take this off because it's hot, so. <laughs> no, no, it's it's insulating merch. Yes, it's, it's, it's. No, it's such good merch that it's fire. Yeah, it's fire. Also joining us Real from up north who might need the insulating merch. Not right now, though, because they're uh, hitting a heat wave as well. JLB, what's going on, man? Hey, hey, hey. I'm going good. It's going good. Yeah, heat wave galore. Doing this in so my room. So hot you shaved your beard, huh? Did that before, technically, but uh, thank God I did. Thank God. I, <laughs> next is the haircut. Well, <clears throat> tomorrow well, we're going to. If you would have green. shown up on FBI, we would have uh, known that. Oh, oh, oh. Touche. Oh. Touche. Um, You're yeah, just going... a real cop. With real pro, wait, that doesn't, that's not an insult. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, real cops get justification because that was big news this week. <laughs> or yeah. not so real cops, I guess, because, but yeah. So I would uh, say that we're going to talk about a different set of big news, though, huh? Yeah, mm-hmm. we're going to talk about all sorts of big news. Um, like I said, 14. I'm- I really big didn't, yeah. yeah, I really didn't get to watch much professional wrestling this week. It's okay. Um, you didn't miss much except for the Kenny Omega and Jungle Boy matchup on IEW. I'm gonna move to this this um, view because I think I think it shows us all better. Maybe. Or maybe I'll move to this view. Which highlights <laughs> highlights whoever I wanted to. See now people people new. who don't wear merch, huh? You just leave it on the merch, merch. All, all episode. I'll leave you up big. <laughs> Here we go. Mm. Raw. <laughs> yes. Sorry, raw and order wrestling bucking unit. And it's got the QR codes that you can just scan so someone can scan your boob. Scanmyboob.com. What's over I'm here? Trying, I'm, I'm going to try to scan your boob as we speak. This is so not going to work. Oh my god, it works. <laughs> That's hilarious. So go to scanmyboob.com. Yeah. So you can walk it down the street and have someone scan your boob and find our podcast. So. They can also scan one of my hats. I have a Turks and Caicos hat too. So. Yeah. So it's a really tiny scan QR code on that one though. Yeah, I had to make it really small for it to fit on the QR the hats, but Let's do this. Look, it's a snapback. You'd be like one uh, of the hip kids. 
I hate snapbacks. That's, yeah, I, yeah, we we need to talk to our providers a little bit about the whole snapback yeah. thing. We uh, I we I go on rants. I I feel so sorry for for a guy at the lids here uh, where I live at the mall because he had to hear me go on a twenty minute rant one time about how much I fucking hate snapbacks, and he's just like, dude, I just I just sell hats, man. <laughs> yeah, it's it. he's like, buy some shit or get the fuck out. You know, that's yeah, it. seriously. I just work here. I don't I don't order the hats. <laughs> Here's the That's deal: is like we we've evolved as a technology to where we can have these flex fit hats that fit anyone's heads at all, or you know, fitted hats. Everyone can know their size and just order their size and, and all of this stuff. And he's like, dude, dude, do you want the snapback or not? Like, well, I just want it, dude. Anyways, um, Were you mimicking yourself just now? I was. I was mimicking oh. myself, mimicking him. That's interesting. Yeah. It was Inception mimicking. Um, it was inception. So before we get it's a into podcast within a podcast within a podcast. Yeah, it's very meta. Before we get into all the news and crimes of this week, I would like to remind everyone: Raw and Order is part of the Tatnus Co Podcast Network. So you can head over to tatnusco.com and uh, check out all the other shows there. The link is going to be in the doobly doos for that as well. Uh, but check out the other shows there. Uh, tell them that we sent you. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and get into the wrestling booking unit. Let's do it. Who's got the first crime? Or more specifically, who wants to be the first one to talk about 14 wrestlers fired? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, I don't hate this that much since I'm already up. I, I um, Some of these aren't as bad as people want to make them out to be. The, now we're in now we're in the nitty gritty of this person isn't really getting used, um, and and so I almost feel like at this juncture when we're seeing this happen, it's becoming a gift to some of these guys who have the ability to produce their own merch, who are gonna get the following, who are who are um, who, who can put on a show and build their brand. Killian Dane's a prime example of a guy who can build his brand now. Um, and so, um, I'm not, I want, I mean, I, I, I don't know that I charge a crime here. I think WWE might actually be doing the right thing for these wrestlers, albeit inadvertently. Now, the cool part is those wrestlers also get paid for the next 90 days while they hunt for a job. So, um, good for them, I suppose. In clarification, the ones that are signed to NXT, if they're on NXT contracts, they're immediately thirty day, yeah, yeah. Uh, thirty day no compete. But they still, yeah, they, you know, it's just it, here's, so, here's my thing. I for the most part, I agree with you because it, in it, consecutively, all of the releases this year have been underutilized. Say, yeah, let less important. Right. I mean, aside from Braun Strowman being a big what, like, you know, most of them have been like bit players, uh, supporting acts, stuff like that. People who, like you say, aren't being utilized. Like Killian Dane uh, had the short stint with Drake Maverick. Yeah. Well, and was and still that was in it. that, but that wasn't going anywhere. And no. and to be perfectly honest. We talked about it last year. I think they kept Drake Maverick around mostly as as a gimmick, anyways. He got to be so popular with the um, "I've been fired" thing that he's like, uh, "Let's just keep him around," right? 
So and he's still um, not fired. Like, wow. He's no. still not fired, but I, th- I think. I, I think don't think that'll just... play for him the next time. I think the next time they'll be like, hey, you can go yeah. get a job. Yeah, yeah you job. have no card to play with this now. Yeah, but so the the full list, um, if I'm if I'm getting them all here, is uh, Killian Dane we mentioned. Um, better off for it. Yeah, who, who will probably be better off for it. August Gray, who I don't remember ever seeing actually wrestle. So no. probably better off for it because he can develop under uh, mm-hmm. developmental brand or or yep. uh, indies or something like that. Now, he he may take a pay cut for that, and that's the unfortunate part. Mm-hmm. Um, Aria Diavari, right? Better off for it. By leaps and bounds, better off for it. Uh, Ever Rise, who they, now they can go back better to off Canada and, and be yeah. up there. Better off for it. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're fantastic. So, they yeah. were, they well, were and here fantastic they, wrestlers. 2.0, 3.0 was like a big thing all around yeah. the Canada well, indie scene. And, um, and here's the deal. WWE doesn't really ap- appreciate tag wrestling just in general, right? And mm-hmm. so those are prime candidates to go and show up in AEW in the tag division and face yeah. off with the likes of the Young Bucks and such, right? For uh, sure. Fandango and Tyler Breeze. I don't know. Just That's the one key, the one group that I don't know if is better off for it. I think it hurts WWE, and those are the two that I think it hurts WWE and hurts the characters. I think with them, the, if the they t- go somewhere together, they're going to be fine. They don't need to though. Tyler Breeze. I, is I think phenomenal. Tyler Breeze is talented enough that he can go off yeah. on his own. I, Fandango, I'm not as certain. Although I've said before, Fandango. I still think Fandango is. Is just um, Disco Inferno circa 2000. You know what I mean? Uh, With a way deeper voice. Yeah. Way deeper um, voice. Tony Nese, former cruiserweight champion. Better off for it. Um, yeah, he can go anywhere and be a star. He's amazing. Yep. Yeah. The Bollywood Boys, who, let's be honest, we kind of knew this was coming as soon as they stopped having him be with Jinder Mahal. Yeah. They had no purpose anymore. Uh, and they can, I mean, they may very well be picked up. If WWE starts to do an India line, they could be picked back up as part of the mm-hmm. premiere in, in India. So, uh, Tino Sabatelli, there's a story. Um, he might not be better off for it. Um, well, for, he's twice fired now. Yeah, twice fired, but on top of it, he might not be better off because he did kind of burn a bridge last time. <laughs> we'll talk about that. Um, and then uh, Kurt Stallion, who I don't know offhand, so uh, just like we said with August Gray, probably better off be able to go off and develop on the indies. Yeah, take a little and, bit of a pay. It, it is going to be a pay cut for for those guys. Well, it's it may, it may not be a pay cut, but it's going to be a not consistent paycheck. Right? That's probably That's, yeah more yeah more realistic because they might actually earn more money on the indies because they'll be booked to to shows and all this except. They only will earn that money when they get booked to shows. Yep, whereas right. if they, you know, whereas in the Performance Center, they had a contract. Even if they were never showed up on NXT, they earned a paycheck, right? Yeah, yeah. And Arturo Ruas. Um, and he's kind of the only, like, question mark, because reportedly he was... Oh, and there one more. Marina Shafir, sorry. Meant to mention. Yeah, uh, and, and I don't know. I don't know how to place her. Yeah, well, and and both of them are tough. Maria Shafir and Arturo Ruiz. Because NXT just debuted the Diamond Mine this week, 
And both of those names were originally in talks to be in the Diamond Mine. And Marina Shafir's husband is in the Diamond Mine. And and, uh, for him to have been off TV for a while and re-debut, and then later that week his wife gets fired, it's got to be a big up and down week for him, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm back on TV. This new group, Diamond Mine, we're gonna kick ass. And oh, um, well, and for that reason, creative hmm. and administrative. Ooh, we can use husband and wife, and that'll be great. She's fired. Wait, yeah. what? Yeah, it's oh, another one of those. Fuck yeah, I, she's fired. I would love to see a video pod vo- vlog of you of just hands talking. I think that would be pretty hilarious. The entire time it's just... Should we do, yeah. like, this thing? Oh, yeah, that's going to be great. <laughs> hey, I, shuffle, hey, I, I can't move my my stupid shoulder surgery. I can't move my hands. Reminds me of uh, Syphil and Ollie. Syphil and Ollie? Syphil and Ollie, it was a show on uh, MTV, the Syphil and Ollie show. They were sock puppets. Oh. Um, so they weren't fake cops in real pro wrestling? They indeed were not. But. So I, I, I don't know. I don't know that the pacing rule works better. I don't know. I think we just need a break from hearing about firings because we, we get so heartbroken over it. Mm-hmm. But also at the same time, I don't know I if hearing one every week. I don't know if hearing every one every week would help us anymore. We'd be like, "Oh well, who's going to be fired this week?" That, that's <laughs> kind of a leveraging thing. So I, I don't know how to go about this. Right? I do. I, I, I feel good for the people who are getting let go at this juncture versus last year, this time or last year in April, going. Well, shit. Nobody's nobody's put on shows. That's well, it. and that's that's I think the other big thing to talk about with this is. Last year, when the big releases happened, A, they happened all at once, and B, they happened right at the beginning of pandemic, when we knew that for the course of the next couple months, no other company was going to be hiring. You know what I mean? We knew AEW wasn't going to be stacking their roster because they had to survive the pandemic. We knew Ring of Honor wasn't even going to be doing shows for a while. So they're not going to be adding to their roster. This year, these releases are different because they all come at a time when when these people hit the ground, shows are back up and running for all of the wrestling groups, right? Not just WWE, but AEW, Impact is doing shows, Ring of Honor is starting to do shows, New Japan is having their American tours uh, start up. So all of these wrestlers, and then the indies, right, all are back up and running. So all of these wrestlers have chances to land somewhere. And and really make ends meet, um, except for Braun Strowman. I hope he suffers. God, Same. you're a dick. <laughs> no, you're just you're I, just a dick. He, well, I, I no, hope Braun, he's, Braun Strowman's a dick, and that's the issue. I, I hope he suffers long enough to realize that asking for you know five figure booking fees might not work for forever. Braun Strowman. Scan my boob. Yeah. <laughs> Scan my boob. I'll hold it right there for you, Braun. Okay. Now find that IP address. Trace it. Smarks is actually the one who hosts this. And just call <laughs> me or text or hit me up on Twitter. Wow. DA Vincent K. Fabe. It's right down here. See it right there? 
the events of kayfabe. I want to just watch you put him through a wall. That's all. So and um, he'll enjoy the lawsuit. Jo- jokes I think on this you. is a win-win. Jokes on you. That's all hosted um, by Linktree, so that's not my IP address attached to it. But, to but when he clicks on something, he can go to the hosting IP address, which will take him to StreamYard, which will take him... I mean, it takes some work, and, and he'd have to have his brother Brains help him out. Yeah, he'd have to have Brains... Well, here's the deal. It's, again, because we go through StreamYard, right? The IP address gets him to StreamYard, doesn't get him back to me. Because yeah, he'd have to have an can. inside. He'd have to have an inside source, like like brains. It, it's, it's like I go through a VPN. He can't trace me. It's yeah, not like he can yeah. find out that I've talked about living in Omaha, Nebraska before, or <laughs> has a picture so, of yeah, me. Just listen to the po- podcast. Yeah. You don't know what he looks like. You're gonna have to hunt down his voice. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have to go through every member of the Omaha PD. Yes, every he single one of them. Make sure to make sure to do uh, the uh, wrestling booking unit of the Omaha PD. Yes, right? yes. <laughs> Which is an uh, undercover unit, so it's going to be tough. But yeah. you can go to scanmyboob.com. We, we should definitely see if that's an option. Well, it's not a website, so it's definitely an option. Yeah. I, I, I have a feeling that we would get the wrong clientele on scanmyboob.com. Um, but... Or no, we just I, might like, have to randomly start selling like boob tattoos. Yeah, boob tattoos. I, I think uh, Ron order WB boob <laughs> wrestling booby unit. <laughs> I'm yeah, I, I can tell you, my wife would veto that idea. She would That's why no you don't tell her. Yeah, yeah. it's not You're like she listens good. to the podcast every single week. Mm. I'm sure she tells them she does. Doesn't necessarily mean she does. I'm pretty sure she does listen to the podcast every single week. I mean, an unrelated note. Uh, do you think anyone from like Mexico has started only flans? <laughs> this get delicious caramel gelatin dessert mm-hmm. at only flans. <laughs> I'm actually going to Google that because I would laugh. Oh, my God. That'd be great. Anyway, so back to professional wrestling. Yeah, I I think that I I don't know that Marina can go back to to UFC or to MMA. Um, She spent a lot of years in in professional wrestling, and it's a tough return. I am telling you right now, there is an OnlyFlans website. Oh, my Lord. OnlyFlans.net. But it's all that's absolutely <laughs> wonderful. That's great. And there's also an OnlyFans Twitter. <laughs> so let's break down these people and let's switch people on the screen because I'm tired of looking at myself. Oh, we'll put JLB up there oh, then, so he can look at him. <laughs> yeah, he's going to advertise a video game system that occurred in the 70s. And... Damn right. Go old school. Um, Go to scanmyboobs.com and you'll see JLB is hawking Atari, the original Pong. <laughs> Damn right. Can't go wrong with the original Pong. Please sponsor That's right. Us, 16 Atari. Games of Fury. Damn skip. Um, okay, am I doing mine or are we still doing this whole... We're just still talking about the firings. Okay. So, <laughs> I mean, look... At well, the did, you, day, did you have a separate one? 
Do you have a separate crime other than Edge coming back? Again, for uh, the fourth I time mean, this year? I mean, I'm sorry, but Dewdrop has to be dropped somewhere. That's legit. At least at least it was an <coughs> uncomfortable position for her. But let's talk firings, and then we can come back to Dewdrop. For sure. Um, I, I think you guys are right. Um, I, I felt the same way as when they did it, what it was, was back in March, April, when they did the first firings this year with it being Samoa Joe, Braun, and whoever. At, at the end of the day, I'm just like, guys, your product is so trashed. Your wrestlers aren't being motivated. You know what? I'm happy that they're bouncing. You know, like, it... I'm not. I don't even care anymore. Fire everybody. Uh, the only person that I don't regret uh, being fired before she was even put into play was the writer, <coughs> who just started talking about how she doesn't know anything about WWE and um, talking about what did she call them, Bobby, Bobby Ashley, Ashley. <laughs> and yeah, just Bobby how she Ashley. didn't know anything. Like, look, WWE knows why they hired you. They didn't hire you for wrestling, but. They already know this. Don't go, but they like your actual other work of comedy and so on. But don't go promoting that to interviewers who are interviewing you. Because guess what? No company is going to like that PR move. And they're just going to can you. Uh, unless she got some kind of loophole where she signed the contract. And hey, if you fire me, I'm guaranteed this amount. Then cool. But I highly doubt it. Vince is not going to do anything like that. Or but does fire that help her. her? Does that help her in her future pursuits? I don't think it affects her at all. Putting herself in a position where she took a job as a writer for an organization in her future pursuits as a writer, she took a job not knowing anything about it. <laughs> if she at least did a little, like I don't know why you couldn't have said, "Oh, well, I'm challenging myself going into a field where, that I've never done before." Not say, "Oh, I don't know anything about wrestling." There's this heart business group. There's Bobby Ashley. Um, it's all planned and whatever. Like it was just a bunch of stupidity. You have to do like you're in a regular job interview and say, well, you know what? It's something new to me. I'm going to expand my horizons. I'm going to face the challenge and, and, I'm, and I'm excited to do so. That's saying the exact same thing as you don't know what the hell you're doing there, but you're going to take the job because, hey, it's money and they're paying me well. The exact same thing. Clearly, she messed that up uh, or she so just didn't really care. So what do you guys think this was about like a 15 minutes of fame type thing then for her? Or? I I think the big thing, I think she mostly just misspoke in an interview, right? Here, here's what I it comes down to. She was hired um, and in an interview, she just thought, hey, I'll be candid and say, listen, I didn't, I didn't know anything about wrestling. I was surprised when they actually hired me and didn't require me to know anything about wrestling. Um, you know, in the end, kind of like uh, what JLB was saying, she there are other ways she could have worded it. She could have said, you know, I didn't know anything about wrestling, but I uh, threw myself into it and I'm making an effort to learn everything. But when it came down to it, the way that she responded in the interview directly led to her being fired because it made WWE look shoddy you know like they didn't do their due diligence with with that hire 
So. Well, yeah, I mean, so at the end, of, if we're realistic about it, though, at the end of the day, do they have to? I mean, Vincent's just going to change it on the show date, anyways. Well, yeah. I mean, in the end, yeah, <laughs> we've mentioned before the doesn't matter who they hire as the writers. Well, I mean, Vince is going to come in and throw it all out the window. Not Vince, but uh, WWE was already getting flack because the it, that came out originally a little bit before that they hired a non wrestling writer and it was just of someone for comedy and so on. And then I think like three days later, she did an interview. Um, so WWE was already getting flack for that because one, that news should have never ever have been released. Clearly though, this writer talks a lot and can't shut her mouth. Um, so maybe they were already mad at, about that, about that being released. Um, Cause there's no one who thought, oh, well, if this gets released, uh, you know, they'll just think, oh, we're thinking outside the box. No, it's wrestling. You're in a wrestling promotion. You're going to want a wrestling writer because, hey, the wrestling fans want to see good wrestling storylines. Not I, just I'm, Otis I'm going to argue with that, that thing there. Um, in the controversy things, creates cash. Yeah. In, in the grand <laughs> scheme of things, a lot of professional wrestling storylines written have been written by people outside of professional wrestling, right? Um, and you know, love him or hate him, but, uh, Vince Russo came into WWF with no professional wrestling writing background, you right. know? Um, and he went on to, and he created Stone Cold Steve Austin, create Stone Cold Steve Austin. Exactly. Mm. Um, but, but uh, down the road, there he also a- created the demise of WCW. He didn't. He just poured gas on the flames. Um, <laughs> Still doesn't WC, help. W, I've said this before. Vince Russo didn't kill WCW, but he didn't do anything that was going to help save it. So Fair. Um, but, but in the end, this is not the first time, nor will it be the last time, that someone outside of wrestling has been hired to write for professional wrestling. And so anyone giving WWE crap for that is is just clueless as to how it works. Because in the end, what is WWE? What is professional wrestling? It is sports entertainment. It is a testosterone charged soap opera. That's what it is, right? It's it's a soap opera with sport. So well, and and on top of that, you don't get new storylines if you don't have new blood in there. Yeah. So, so you bring in someone who can write storylines, and then you figure out how to add the sport into it. You know, you look back at the classic Stone sure. Cold feuds and everything. They didn't, none of Stone Cold's feuds evolved around wrestling. Wrestling was just a prop in his feud with Vince McMahon. You know, uh, wrestling was just a prop in his feud with Booker T., in fact, there's a less wrestling in that and more beating each other up in a supermarket. You know? Right. <laughs> um, that's the sort of thing. I mean, you put actors from Hollywood in those roles and you've got a soap opera. That's the sort of stuff that actually literally happens in soap opera, fights in supermarkets, right? Right. So, so I don't know hiring, what soap opera you watch, but yeah. Hi, hiring... <laughs> Hiring people from outside wrestling to write in and of itself is not the problem. 
Um, the problem with this came, and and I'll, I'll take a little bit of issue with one of the things you said. You said she doesn't know how to keep her mouth shut, or she likes to talk a lot. She was being interviewed. Interviewed by a, a news source, right? If you get hired at, for any job, and the local news calls you up and says, hey, we want to talk to you about your new job at this store, or at this place, or whatever, you're, you're going you're to talk to them, right? And you're going to think... Her oh no, that's only, fine. She can her do the only interview. mistake was was saying talking the wrong much. thing in it. Right. No, not not even talking too much. I have no no issue with what she said overall. It's how she said it, right? Um, Mr. She could have said Mr. Semantics. She could have said the exact same things in a a better way. You know, like I say, she, she could say. I, I didn't know anything about professional wrestling when I was offered this job, uh, so I took time to start learning about it, and I'm still learning about it. And at that point, no. you roll on, right? But she she did the uh, the typical, I don't know about something, but I'm going to try to talk about it as if I now know about it, right? So she's right. like, oh yeah, they got this this hurt squad um and it's run <laughs> by this guy i think his name is bobby ashley right there, there's there's um there's a statement that is said a lot in in certain jobs and da fabe can attest to this one being told uh in a job that we shared um together uh they tell it to the newbies at this job right away if you don't know something just say I don't know, and I'm gonna find that out for you. Don't yeah. try to make it up, right? Don't That's try it. to just BS your way through it. Just say, you know what? I'm not sure on the answer for that. I'm gonna get back to you with the correct answer. Uh, That's it. I'm gonna do it, and that's what she should have done. That's her only and, mistake. Is and then do it. And then do it. Yeah. Then. Then you say, "Listen, I'm, you know, I'll get back to you," and then get back to him and say, "Hey, I looked up the answer for you," um, and that's, you know, that was a, something told in like day one of training at a job that uh, I was at with uh, DFA before, and they basically say, "You know, listen, it was, it was selling cars, by the way, just to clear things up." Here. You mean it cars. wasn't when we were truck drivers together? Because I got a cool truck driver hat that says yeah, cops real was, for us. It was not a trucker hat. <laughs> uh, a trucker job. No. I'm ready to arm wrestle because I got it on backwards. You got it on backwards. You got to go over the top. Over the top. Over the top. And and once you go over the top, then you get to keep your son. Yeah. And your hood ornament for your truck. Because, yeah. you know, I know family courts, they really look at. Who won the arm wrestling contest as to who gets to keep custody? You know, they're like, they're like, ah, oh, you know, fuck the mother, man. She didn't win the arm wrestling contest. <laughs> father did. Um, but so, no, and that's the deal is, you know, people, especially journalists, are always looking for you to fuck up. They're always for looking sure. for that mistake that they can pass. That's their job. And she made Radius. the mistake. The, the, the rule is... You don't know the answer, don't say it. And just like That's I it. said in, in car sales, because in car sales, it's very similar. You will get people who come in and say and ask questions about cars that they already know the answer to because they want to see if the salesperson fucks up and tells them the wrong thing. Because as soon as you mess up and say the wrong thing to, a, to this person, they know they can't trust you. 
in selling cars, right? And they're going to say, we got him. Yeah, we got him. This person doesn't know anything. So so now now I can't. <laughs> and so they'll they'll say like, oh yeah, this this vehicle, this is one of those ones that has the V eight in it, right? Oh, waiting for you to be like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, it's the it's the V eight. Oh yeah, you're not <laughs> acting for him then. <laughs> well, you're the other sales car guy. I don't know. Yes, it's it has the V eight, and you know what? If you push it along. If you push it hard enough, I'll go to a V9. It's the newest out. I know nothing about cars, guys. You're asking the wrong guy. Le- and that's and that's the point. You <laughs> you answer it by saying, you know what? I don't know, but I'm gonna look up look up that information and get it back to you. Say, so tell you what, when we get back to the the dealership, I'll pull up all the specs for this, and you can look at it, and you can make sure that it's got all the things that you need. Tell you what, I'm going to quit this job because it's not for yeah. me, and I'll uh, <laughs> I'll uh, bring you to another sales guy that'll help you out even yeah. better. How about that? Yeah, you know what? You fooled me here. Just pull over right and let me out, and you can drive the car back. <laughs> Straight up. So, but and so, I mean, in the end, you know, she said something stupid, and she got fired from her job. Right. Yeah. So that's the um, only one that's kind of like the other ones. I'm happy for. Uh, I I I kind of want to keep track of where this person writes next. Like it did keep me that intrigued for some reason, uh, or just kind of what she wrote in the past. Perhaps I guess it's a quick Google and I could find out. Um, but I didn't uh, spend my time doing that just yet. But very curious. I don't know how you make that kind of mistake. Um. Like, this is not your first interview ever. You know what I mean? This is not probably your first job of not knowing what, you know, that TV show might have wanted or that movie necessarily might have wanted. As writers, I know your certain skill sets is directed towards a certain section, but you must have been in situations where it threw you off balance and you had to, you know, like, I, I don't know. I, I it's think kind of what- silly. I think what she got hit by was um, wrestling fans just in general. And and mm. here's why. Um, I think I think if she got hired to write for some TV show, Walker, Texas Ranger, and she gave the interview and she said, listen. What the fuck? Why, why Walker, why? Texas, Ranger? Texas Ranger? Because it's actually a show that's on TV right now, and I know that for reasons. Um, oh, okay. It's they back? Yeah, it's back. There's a new version with Jared Padalecki. Oh, wow. Uh, oh, Supernatural. Anyways, but if she in an interview said, listen, I don't know anything about Walker, Texas Ranger. They hired me to come on. You know, I know I know it's it's a guy who's a Texas Ranger, but I, and maybe his name's Walker or something. I don't know, right? Mm. I think it all would have slid under the radar, and she'd been fine. What she didn't understand is that wrestling fans uh, like to nitpick and overanalyze everything. It's in our our theme song intro, um, and and that's the deal. Is so so she didn't realize how much wrestling fans would latch on to that. She doesn't know anything about anything. She don't know shit about <laughs> shit. She better get fired. Um, and she didn't realize how much the wrestling industry as a whole values that. 
She didn't realize that. I guarantee you Jim Cornette had an aneurysm. I can't believe WWE would hire someone who didn't know anything about wrestling. An outlaw mud show bullshit. Um, <clears throat> and all of that led to her getting let go. That's what it comes down to, in my opinion. And I think if she'd have said that in almost any other industry, she would have been fine. But wrestling, she didn't realize how much, how sensitive wrestling fans can be to shit like that. So. But I don't know if you guys. Sensitive. Uh, yeah, we're we're sensitive souls. <laughs> if you have if you have different uh, theories on that, make sure to let us know in the comments. Uh, you can type that little comment out right now. And say, "Da Fave, you don't know shit about shit. Send," and I'll be like, "Oh man." <laughs> but I suppose uh, we'll continue talking about the wrestlers who got fired because they're the only ones that we really care about. Um, yeah, we talked a lot about a writer who's never written for them and got. Yeah, <laughs> I I think um, like I said, I think Tyler Breeze, whether he's with Fandango or not, I think Tyler Breeze will land on his feet just fine. Especially since he's got a wrestling school uh, down mm. in Florida that has been used to teach uh, quite a few current AEW wrestlers. Um, oh, wow. okay. So I think. I think that'll work out uh, just fine for him. I think uh, Fandango is talented enough. To be perfectly honest, with him, he needs a new gimmick. With a new oh, gimmick, sure. I think he could go anywhere. But the comedy dancer gimmick, I think, yeah, that's, maybe that's is safe. what it's close. Well, I mean, the Fashion Police thing was good at some point, but then they just took it for too long. And I'm just like, nope, you done ruined it. Done ruined it. You know the the funny part with Fandango is, um, he does he has carried two gimmicks there. Number one, number two, he's obviously very very talented. Number number three, he can he can uh, I mean he's got a voice he's got a voice for for podcasting if he wants. Um, the dude has an incredible incredible mic voice. Um, I hate saying it, but it's true. I mean, he's one of the few guys with a deeper voice than me in natural production. Um, okay, there's a lot of guys like that. There's, you know, James Earl Jones and Fandango. And, anyway, it doesn't really matter. Um, Morgan Freeman, also, William yeah, Shatner. I mean, we, Shatner does not have a lower voice than me. I don't know. Shatner okay, does baby not face. No, I guess forward. not. No, it doesn't. Moving forward. So... The other the other piece to that is today is the the 19 year anniversary of a guy who changed gimmicks a lot and was successful in all but his very first one. And this and today's the 19 year anniversary of that first gimmick, and that was ruthless aggression. Mm -hmm. John Cena. So 19 years ago today, John Cena yeah. came and called out uh, called out uh, uh, Kurt Angle. Kurt so, Angle. Yeah, yeah. That's oh, what is I that said. why they did that thing on NXT? I guess. Um, I don't know if that was necessarily why they did it, but it might have been in the background. Okay. Because I don't know who that guy was, and he's like, I come out. Well, you know what? As the old saying goes, I come out for ruthless aggression. And I was like, oh, okay. I'm like, damn it. Has yeah. it been that long already? I remember that like it was. 19 years. It's hard damn. to believe, huh? 
still feel like I'm in Smar- high school, man. Smarks was 27 when that happened. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, 23. Uh, but still, you no, were an no, adult. No, no, 20, 25. 25. <laughs> yeah. I, I make a joke trying to make you sound a lot older than you are, and uh, it's still only two years older than you are. Three years 20, older. Maybe 24. I don't know. Smarks it, was 44. I will be 44 this year. I'm not yet. <laughs> I'm not ancient. You'll always be ancient to me. That's true. I mean, he's got like 10 years on you. And I mute him. <laughs> What's that? I can't hear you. I'm sorry. That's very odd. It's almost like he muted you. <laughs> I was going to say, do you really want to meet this beautiful voice? But apparently you did. Apparently you did. Well played. Um, uh, I mean, no, I don't know. I, I, I would agree. I, I really think there are three or four that that it, it hurts WWE more than it helps them. Um, and I think most of, the, most of the wrestlers, it helps them. And for this writer, I think she can go find a role in an organization. Oh yeah, she'll and be maybe she'll maybe learn the lesson to not, you know, th- that's one of those lessons like uh, not telling your boss to f off. You know, it, it just right. doesn't doesn't actually play well. It plays well in a storyline for Stone Cold. That's about it. Won't yeah. work. Well, yeah, yeah exactly. that's that's the difference between soap opera reality and real reality. In soap mm-hmm. opera reality, if you uh, beat your boss with a bedpan in a hospital, right, you might get to keep your job. But in real Hell, you reality, you might become the CEO in a couple of years. But in real reality, uh, you you get fired and charges filed. Yeah, probably go to jail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love JLB's curly hair, just staring back at us in the face. Just sorry. What up? What Those up? Coke bottle glasses. Those curls get the girls, bro. Wow. Why you got to do that, man? <laughs> because he is what the Spanish call El Terrible. I've used that one before. We'll, haven't done. we'll just get you some contacts. Unfortunately, it'll hurt your eyes really badly because they'll have to be so thick. No, no. I could wear contacts technically. I just don't like them. They do irritate the eyes a bit. So enough about my vision because it's not about vision talk. Oh, that's Ooh, thing. WandaVision? We're going to talk about Marvel down. Cinematic Universe? Um, okay, are we done with wrestlers? Because there's really nothing else there. I honestly... Yeah. Smarks, you got any, I mean, you got any front and center stuff you want to talk about, Smarks? You can put yourself in the middle? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm just going to say <laughs> I agree with, with the AFABE on this whole thing because for the most part, every uh, almost all of these wrestlers are probably going to be better off someplace else. There are a few, and the the big one that, like I said, jumps out to me is Marina Shafir, whose husband just came back from from being out of storyline, and now she's shit-canned. Um, that being said, I think she's talented enough that she could go to one of the lower-tier places, and earn her way up. I I think the problem is that um, that NXT doesn't prioritize their women's development enough sometimes. No. And because of that, 
they end up like Aaliyah, who's okay in the ring, but not great in the ring, when they could end up like Candice LeRae or Ember Moon, you know? Um, well, and Marina should... Uh, the, the pro- Had they done the damn Four Horsewomen storyline, you may have gotten over Shafir. You may have gotten over... Um, oh, the other one is... Uh, what is her name? Um, Jessamine Duke. Jessamine Duke. You may have gotten her over. I doubt you'd have gotten Jessamine Duke over because, you know, unfortunately, um, you can make a toothpick. Um, yeah, that's that's wrestling. the problem with Jessamine Duke. It's, it's like, oh, my God, don't break her. Uh, okay, they didn't break her. And, and here's the deal. I know she could 100% break me, right? But but in here, I watch her and I go, oh geez, she's she's gonna shatter a limb. Mm, oh, mm, oh, yeah. Mm. yeah, she's she's gonna do a Sid vicious off that top rope. She is yeah. totally gonna do that. Oh my gosh, she just climbed a stair. Oh no, okay, she's good. Next next stair. Oh, okay, she's she's good. Uh but like Ever Rise will probably be better off. The Bollywood Boys, at the very least, could go back to. Go back to. They're from Canada, if I'm remembering correctly. But they could go over to India and be legitimate stars over there. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Um, you know, Tony Nice could go to Impact Wrestling and and be a fairly big name. He'd have to come up with a better gimmick than I wear that sh- that shirt that's cut out to show my abs. Um, yeah, but you know the the same goes for uh, Davari. Davari's better on a mic. Tony Nese had really great character development when he was a heel, though. Really, and so did Davari, though. I mean, those two play great heel work. Um, if AEW were to do some type of tag or uh, type of uh, lightweight division, number one, they're they're set up for it already. And those guys would just bring in some additional flipty doos uh, with character work because what we've noticed over over the last ten years of wrestling is exceptional flipty doos usually is a pretty good sign of not so great a character work, and those two are an example of exceptional flipty doos and great character work. Mm-hmm. Um, and their whole Bollywood thing was pretty cool too. Technically, it's just that we're talking was... about two different guys now. Oh, yeah. are we? We'd, okay, sorry. We'd moved on to Diavari and. And uh, Tony. Nice. Oh, my bad. That's okay. You can go yeah. back to Bollywood. Yeah. I mean, one job, you know, listening to the podcast as we talk. Ooh, he I there. was. I was. My bad. But yes, uh, I mean, that's just it, though, guys. All of them are just decent enough talent where they'll be able to find something else, except Austin Gray, because I have no idea who he is. And uh, that other person. The other um, dude that we don't know. Yeah, yeah, that we don't know. I mean, I don't know. I mean, are you even any good? I feel like I've never seen you, so mm-hmm. um, can't really tell. But, but, but yeah. that's an opportunity for him to to hone his craft. He got mm-hmm. paid very well to hone his craft temporarily, and now he's going to get paid a little bit to hone his craft more. Either uh, either Austin Gray or other dude we can't can't remember his name. <laughs> It's almost like he was part of the Forgotten Sons or something. I mean, in, in fairness, names like uh, Kurt Stallion and um, Austin uh, August Gray 
August Gray. Weren't weren't really setting you up for superstar I mean, success in the I mean it's probably setting imagine... you up for a sequel to Fifty Shades of Grey, maybe, but that's it. Yeah. I mean if your name's August Gray, you're gonna go to the main roster and then they're gonna just call you Gray. Or August. And we know how well that worked for Buddy Murphy. Kirk you mean Buddy. Or Murphy. Wait, is is Murphy Murphy was fired, right? Yes, Murphy was let go. Yeah, and, he's, and, and he was just control? Murphy. And yeah, yeah he was okay. just down to Murphy. And he, man, I can't he, wait he to see that guy out, go somewhere else. Did you see the picture today? He tweeted out though. It jacked up. Yeah, he is He's jacked. Ready. He is fucking swole. swole. But, he, but his contract is like over now, right? His ninety days done. Um, or not even? His ninety days. Twenty uh, second this month. Is that right? Twenty second. Um, I'm trying to remember which one. It was uh, June second is when he got released. Mm. So to, oh, uh, I thought he was the April 2nd. group. September second. No. September second would be. Uh, so they could still technically use him, pull the Samoa Joe, and like. Use Samoa Joe well, got a new tr- contract. Yeah, the thing is with Did Samoa he? Joe is, okay. uh, yeah. his ninety days was up when he resigned. Um, so, uh, so he could. But they brought him in and gave him a new contract because in the end, it was one of those situations, like DFA mentioned earlier, that creative's hand didn't know what marketing's hand was doing. And marketing's like, cut him. And creative's like, wait, no, we want him. No, cut him. No, we want him. No, cut him. No, we want him. I think that is the perfect match, uh, though, for Joe, because I feel like Joe doesn't want to do crazy wrestling anymore. You know what I mean? An off match here or there. I think he's just very happy with that. He's probably getting decent enough money, and he's like, I'm good. I'll be Regal's enforcer. I feel like he's not going to be full-on wrestling every week or anything like that. Also, sadly, bad week in history for Kurt Angle. This is the week he lost to Samoa Joe in TNA Impact. For the oh, wow. world title. But, but in the end, what I was going to say, though, is I think we're, we are seeing why this staggered releases works better than all at once. Because in the end, in these three sets of major releases, they've released as many wrestlers as they did in the firing back last year. Um, oh, yeah? You but we it? went fucking ape shit on them last year because it was all one shot. Because yeah. it was all one shot, and this year we had three. Meh, you know, I don't like that they fired people times, and that's mm-hmm. definitely an improvement over what we did last year for them. So I think well, that works better, trickling them out yeah, slowly. The 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 problem of doing any large number right now is it reminds us. Of the firings in the pandemic, mm-hmm. it's that's just I, it it it's it's a hey, don't forget we're assholes. That's really well, what it does right now more than well, anything 14, else. Fourteen, it's still a pretty big number. What it was last year? Big, it was thirty-eight in one go. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, wow. I think it was thirty-eight something, like thirty something, thirty-four. But that includes backstage and everything. That wasn't just oh, wrestlers. no, no, it, it, that was just wrestlers last year. Backstage was another fifty some. Oh, because oh. all told, it was like a hundred something last year. And here's the deal: is what what we're not talking about because they didn't happen all at once. Is there have been backstage cuts as well 
this year. That weren't, and not just talking about the writer that was fired, but about a month ago, and on the June second one, uh, that's when they they did a whole restructuring in their offices, and there were a bunch of backstage people who were fired that we don't even talk about because it, it just kind of came out and whenever. So, um, that was Nick Khan doing all of the reorganizing. It's Tony's cousin. No, it's not, not true. To- 100% not true. Spelled differently and everything. Uh, I'm just pretending I, think, I know something. I think they're spelled almost the same, but... Nope. Uh, to- Nick Khan to- is C-O-N-N, Tony Khan is K-A-H-N. Nope, nope, it's K-A-H-N. I'm looking at Nick it right is? Now. Yep. Are you sure? I am looking at it right now. Then somebody else spelled <laughs> shit wrong on another news article. <laughs> and I just believed him. Mm. Sure did. I, 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 I just I suspended my disbelief and I was just like, hey. They're not Khan. They have different last names. <laughs> now, now, as I say, uh, Tony Khan uh, will 100% say there's no relationship. And he, in a promo last month, very famously said there's only enough room for one Khan in professional wrestling. And it's not you, to- uh, Nick. It's me, Tony Khan, the Forbidden Door. So... But we will go ahead and move on from these firings and talk about uh, something else. Do drop. This Ooh, is JLB's, so you got to put him on the screen. <laughs> All right, hold on. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, put um, your clothes my... back on. Yeah, put your no, clothes, clothes back on. <laughs> put your penis away. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> or not. I mean, I mean, if you're a CNN reporter, you can get your job back and it pays <laughs> really, really well. Eventually, you can, yeah. Yeah, That's it works probably... out nicely. You just have to say, um, oh, it was a bad decision on my part. Yeah, you think? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a very bad decision on your part. Okay, guys, I, I just didn't... have one question. Do you hear the air conditioning or not? No, I don't. I also don't hear the background music I was hearing earlier at your house, so. You don't hear the air conditioning? Oh, yeah, I do, a little but bit, it's, but not, it's not overwhelming. Just talk. Nothing crazy? Okay. No. It's right, no worse than, than your music box that you listen to before you go to bed. I don't know why I know that. My music box? Okay. Um, yeah, with the ballerina that spins around. Oh, oh, funny. That's not your house? No, it's not my house. Oh, Awkward. my cuckoo clock. Okay. <laughs> my no, yeah. not, I, I, was just, I was pretending uh, to be that's a creep. That's all. So awkward for you. <laughs> You're a weirdo. What the hell are you doing here? <laughs> Um, yeah, so no, Dewdrop, I mean, what is that? So I actually heard about this before it even happened. It was announced somewhere on some dirt sheet, and I was like checking WWE Network. I'm like, nothing's been changed there. She's still kind of forgot her other name now. I know it's something with Piven. Um, but Piper Niven. I don't know. Piper, sorry? Piper Niven. Piper Niven. So I don't even know why you made this change and you made this change and then you had a feud looks like she's going to be leaving Eva Marie because they had that whole thing where she tagged her and then she didn't help her out and whatever. So I imagine that's ending. Um, so I don't really know what they're doing. Why the name change? Why even do that whole little storyline? Um, I just think Vince doesn't like anything taken from NXT and wants to revamp it, 
We've obviously seen that happen. Um, but in this case, it just made no sense. People, people knew her as Piper Niven, no problem. Well, and but notice in the, in, in the promo where she was named Dewdrop, remember, she looked at the camera like, what the f***? She's changed my name to Dewdrop? What a bitch. Yeah, that's ultimately the thing that we have to remember is that her her name change is part of the storyline. Okay. Her name change is part of Eva Marie being egotistical and saying, I'm going to give you a new name because I'm Eva, Eva Marie, Marie and I'm so important. And so your new name is Dewdrop, uh, which directly led to Piper Niven leaving the match and allowing right. Eva Marie to, to lose. And so if that's the storyline that they're telling is that Eva Marie, uh, her ego is what's causing her to lose because she she keeps, you know, it'll all come down to if she shows up with a different person next week. Right. Um, okay, fair enough. I guess if it's within a storyline, cool. I just haven't seen WWE to any amazing story lens not minute um and i feel i don't know the commentators were so excited for it too i guess they were just playing off because graves loves eva marie and whatever but everyone was mentioning the name like five thousand times like they wanted the fans to remember it uh because i feel like they are going to keep it um well of course but they want I, fans to remember it they spent a lot of money to trademark it they trademarked dewdrop Yep, that's how we knew it was coming. Oh, my oh. God. See what I mean? Why are you going to trademark it for, like, one storyline, though? If the storyline lasts longer. Now, now here's the other thing, and this is where I will um, kind of point out. They trademarked it, but remember, they get her name, that name Dewdrop, from, from her finishing move. Right. Her finishing move is called the Mountain Dewdrop. It's spelled the same way, D-O-U-D-R-O-P. Dewdrop. Um, Which is all more reason why they might even keep it. And so, But by trademarking it, they can even trademark her finishing move, right? They can right. use it, and then later, if someone else uses that same finishing move, yeah, they've got the trademark for it. They can call it the same thing. So, so does this, uh, I think this crime might be evolving to a trademarking crime. Oh, I've got another trademarking trade... crime. <laughs> okay. You're going to, you're going to hold on to that one. Yes. That's, that okay. was going to be my main crime. Okay. That's fine. Okay. That's fine. So maybe mine was a, more of a misdemeanor, I guess. I just no, thought the name it's was It's a crime so because stupid. it's stupid. The the, so the storyline as of right now is stupid. You have Piper Niven, stupid. who isn't who is an athletic, um, um, agile. Yes, she's larger than Ava Marie, but so is Jordan Grace, and Jordan Grace is athletic and agile and and capable. And she's not in WWE, obviously, but yeah. And you're yeah. gonna you're gonna hit her with dewdrop. Which is a which is which is a name that buries her. Yes. Yeah. Which again might I mean, be the point because Eva Marie always needs to be on top and so on. I don't know. I just don't see them thinking uh, storyline wise because then why? I mean, I I don't know. They're heavy. It's, this is all really for Eva Marie. I feel like they don't even care about Piper Niven at this point. Um, or Piper so for just, that matter. 
<laughs> or by yeah sorry um i don't know we'll see i just feel like you're kind of burying this talent before she even has a chance to showcase her stuff in the main roster which is the same old story we always see with what WWE does to NXT stars anyways. Um, it's just very unfortunate. I don't know why they don't learn. I really don't. It doesn't make any sense. It is, I am charging you for not, for constantly repeating your mistakes. You have done this once, twice, three times, a thousand times, and now it's time to put the cuffs on you for good and send you into the sin bin where you're going to spend a long, long time, WWE writers and Vince McMahon. Because God, hot diggity damn. I've only seen like two matches from her because she's in NXT UK, no? Um, yeah. yeah, she also was on May Young Classic. So if you want to see mm. some of that, okay. she participated in the 2017 May Young Classic. Okay, fair enough. So from what I've seen of her, she's, uh, she's really talented from, you know, she's better than Nia. She's better than I would even say. I don't even want to put her in the big girl category. She's better than Eva. She's better than Lana. Sure. She's better than yeah. Tamina. She's better than um, yeah. Natalia in terms of of, oh, of yeah. than character Natalia, work. Sure. Um, Natalia Natalia has a technical skill that is very tough to argue against. So. But um, you know, I mean, but she has this, the charisma of a rock, so it doesn't. This help kind of rolls too. back to our firings. Lana still has a job. No, Lana doesn't. Lana got fired. Oh, she did. Oh, thank God. Never mind. Yep, Lana got fired <laughs> in the June second round. Okay. Naomi um, still has a job. Yeah, Go that's ahead. why Bruce said me. that my wife is sexy hot. On AEW yep. because she got and fired, she, and he thanked God for making him powerful and making his wife flexible. <laughs> uh, and Naomi is never getting fired because she's married to uh, I forget the to last an Anawai family. Anawai yeah. family, so says. she's going anywhere. Um, that that is that is probably the biggest thing is the Anawai um, because yep. you know we saw this week that they don't care about. Uh, marriages because they fired Marina Shafir at the same week that they started giving uh, Roddy Strong a new push. So right, there are two two marriages they care about. Care about anybody in the Anawai family, and Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch, if they ever get married. Yeah, well, they're engaged, I mean, so they'll get married because they because they even let uh, uh, El Idolo Andrade go, uh, despite the fact that she's in uh, that he's engaged to. <laughs> Charlotte Flair. So, what was the surprise there, by the way, with Andrade? Uh, he never actually uh, released it because they were about to say it this week, and then um, the the other tag team, and I'm totally blanking on their name, interrupted them. Anyways, oh, so we never okay. got the I'm surprise. Like, oh, I, th- I thought I missed it or something. Okay, yeah, they were starting. They were about to announce it. They came out. It was right before. It's one of the few wrestling uh, things that I was able to watch. Um, it was right before one of the tag matches on AEW, and uh, and um, they come out. The first team comes out, and they come out, and they're starting to speak, uh, and then the other team interrupts them and comes out to the ring. And I'm trying to remember which one it was. It's gonna eat him alive, folks. Wait for it. Everyone else is screaming. Oh, it wasn't tag team. It was Dante Martin versus Matt Seidel. That's who it was. But ah. 
but the Seidel brothers. That's why I thought it was tag team because it was the Seidel Fair. brothers. Uh, interrupted. So most likely Matt Seidel will be the first person that Andrade Huge destroys. With. Yeah. Which I'm down for because that would be Excuse an exciting me. matchup. Excuse me. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, Excuse I don't know. Excuse me. Excuse <laughs> me. Fandango I, I, can replace Vicky as the <laughs> Because he has voice a voice for radio. Of, yes. That's right. <laughs> Excuse me. I'd excuse love to see Vendegra do that exact exact gimmick. Just come out and yeah. be like, "Excuse me." Quite excuse frankly, me. I'm so sick of Vicky Guerrero. The um, the monster from the cricket commercials could replace Vicky Guerrero, <laughs> and I'd be just fine. <laughs> the monster in the cricket commercials works with WWE. Yeah. What's up, girl? Where you? So they'd have girl. to get gritty. Hey, gritty. I'm down for gritty. Gritty's freaking he's, awesome. Gritty's gritty everywhere. Philadelphia Flyers. He's the mascot for the Philadelphia Flyers, and he's he's insane epic. looking. He's epic. Uh, he has the charisma of a thousand men. He's wasn't awesome. he like like the result of like a contest to replace the mascot a couple years ago? No, he's Apparently. actually the only mascot for the Flyers. That's Gritty's like the only mascot for the Flyers that they've ever had. I don't think they've had a mascot before. They just got one. I think there was a competition for his name. Um, but they, what is it now, three years, I think? Gritty, Gritty was introduced on September 24th, 2018. Yeah. So They didn't have a mascot that? before that. That's crazy. Yeah, no, no he, was, he was the replacement for the Philly Fanatic. Philly Fanatic? Oh, no, yeah. no, Philly no, Fanatic's the Fanatic, baseball. The Never Fanatic mind. was Phillies. Yeah, the Philadelphia yeah, Phillies. Baseball. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, Gritty is just fucking insane. <laughs> if if uh... he's just great, he's always doing funny stuff and interviews with like random people and just hilarious. You definitely got to watch Excuse some Gritty me. content. Excuse uh, me. Gritty would be awesome. Although he never talks, so he would yeah, just I'd... go up with his googly eyes and go crazy. I don't know why. I don't know why. Voice. I don't know why I like that so much, but I really love the idea of Fandango being the new Vicky Guerrero with the exact same gimmick. I think you just like saying excuse me. I, I do. I would have no <laughs> problem with pretty much anybody. Um, they could hire David Hasselhoff to be the replacement for Vicky Guerrero. <laughs> While he's eating a burger. <laughs> yeah, on, on the stage floor. <laughs> I'd be fine. I would be 100% fine. Oh my gosh. That'd be fantastic. So, um, do we want to in, in, inject Edge into this? Edge's fourth return in a year. Um, <laughs> oh my God! We, Edge we, is back. Are you kidding me? Or do we? Or do we want to move on to the other? Uh, the other. Uh, um, we can talk well, about I mean, Edge I, coming back uh, on, in the misdemeanor because I don't okay, know if it's a full on crime. Yeah, I, I wouldn't okay, say fine. so either. My, it's definitely uh, a conversation piece. Well, I guess I'm solo now because the other two decided to shut off their cameras. We will move on to my crime. And my crime is the other one related to trademarks. And that is the news that came out this week that Keith Lee uh, cannot trademark the name Keith Lee 
which is also his real name, uh, because WWE has trademarked the name Keith Lee. Behind his back. Keith Lee's knowledge. I mean, the, the... that's that's just insane that that sentence even exists, you know, as a logical something. Like, are you kidding me? WWE? I feel like that's a lawsuit he could win. I think I think if he fights it, he can probably. It all depends. Now, now the official trademark they've applied for the trademark, but they haven't been fully granted it yet. So he'll be able to fight that, I think. But it's just the just the dumbest thing like yes i know wwe you want to trademark everything but he wrestled as keith lee for years on the indies and that's his actual name that's his actual name yeah so i don't get quite how that happens technically if it's your legit name they can argue it because it's also his character on screen i think they'll probably lose but uh I mean, I don't know the whole law and logistics behind it. Here's, but here's I the deal. Always assumed if it's your name. You can't trademark someone's name. Oh, they I mean, absolutely guess can. They can? But it, it would have to be inadvertent, I would think. Well, you're, you're supposed to, if you're trademarking a real person's name, you're supposed to have permission of that real person. And that's where this probably falls apart. But they just doing say, so good in NXT. This was never an issue. And then all he was of doing a sudden, so good on the Indies, and he would be a uh, fucking star in AEW now if he just didn't sign with NXT. The the key to it, I think, for him lies in the fact that that he has wrestled that way before, and that it's his actual name. I think he can mm-hmm. he can absolutely pull that back off. the 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 question that makes me wonder about is. Did he did WWE do that and stop his run to buy time to do that? And if they did that, that's fucked up. Oh yeah, you're injured. Okay, you got that injury. Well, we're gonna keep you off storyline for a little while longer while we try and mar- trademark your actual name. I I think I think it's almost the inverse. I think uh, he went out and then he started to trademark try to trademark his name and then found out that they were trying to trademark it, and they've kept him off air because he's fighting their trademark. That's messed up. I think that's what's going on. But, but I wonder you know, how much time think, he has left under contract. Um, if it was a standard three-year deal, he probably has at least a year left. Damn. So, uh, but we don't know. But, I mean, I guess then the copyright thing would still happen, right? Because then WWE would probably try to fight even more. To uh, yeah, I mean, get a if WWE gets the trademark one way or another, it doesn't matter if he leaves or not. He can't use that name on on the Indies, right? Even though he used the name on the Indies for years. Yeah, um, yeah. But it's the same thing. Like I, at least with uh, Donovan Dijak, <laughs> um, when they made him change his name to Dijakovic, if he goes back to the Indies, he can go back to Donovan, Donovan Dijak. Yeah. Um, but those are two. Keith Lee and, and Dijak are two that I just think, can you imagine how big they would be in AEW right now? Oh. Uh, if they just hadn't signed with them. One of them would be, be Kenny Omega. Yeah, there'd be a title run on Keith Lee already. Mm-hmm. 
He would absolutely be the one that they would have to take the title off of Omega. I, I just, to the life of me, don't know how they could fuck up those two guys so much in main roster. Like, I just yeah. don't understand it. Side note, who doesn't want to see Moose versus Keith Lee? Ugh. We have seen both of those guys perform top rope Spanish flies on people. M- Moose that versus unbelievable. Dijak. Yeah. Yeah, that tall, lanky, that, that yeah, oh, either one. Fantastic. Guys, I, I, at this rate, I think it's just Moose versus everybody. We've always mentioned Moose versus this guy, Moose versus that guy. Well, it's because Moose is, is the big – he literally is the Roman Reigns of of Impact. Everybody watches him. Every, he's literally the big dog there. Everybody watches him. Everybody goes, wow, he's incredible. Um. We we wanted him. Every single person who watched that Moose versus Kenny Omega match wanted to see Moose beat Kenny Omega. That is over on a level that that is very difficult to to dispute. Um, he is incredibly over. Moose versus everybody. Hashtag, Hashtag I love it. I love it. So, I I I'd watch that. I would watch that gauntlet match. Yes, just line them up. Just line start, them up. Start, start off with the X Division. You know, get them warmed up, loosened up. And then you can move on to, to the middleweights. And, like, you know, that was a great signing for Impact. But that's that's not what we're talking about right now. We're talking about Keith Lee, who would also be a great signing for Impact in the instance that this goes south with the WWE. I just—I don't just, think there's any way AEW won't grab that first, though. If AEW okay, is gonna, then merge, that means he's on Impact right now, which is fantastic. Which yeah, it's true. <laughs> I just—I kind of wish Tony Khan would just buy Impact. Like I think—I think earlier I argued against it, and I've changed my mind on it. I think the con—they—they they should 100% do like we mentioned. WWE should have done with WCW and keep it separate, but own it, keep it separate. You can even do the it. annual draft that WWE does, mm-hmm. but and that's fine. but that's or, the end of it. Or the annual crossover pay per view, yeah, once a year, right? Once a year, and titles can change hands and everything. Yep, AEW's All total th- impact. All three of the all three of the world titles that are in the two brands. Mm-hmm. TNA Impact uh, and AEW. Why would you say T? Oh, okay, because they have one title. Okay, the TNA Championship and the Impact oh, yeah. Championship. I mean, doesn't really different. matter. Kenny Omega technically has all of them anyway. Yeah. Which which actually leads you to uh, yet another piece, very similar to something Impact did about uh, what is that? Thirteen years ago now when uh, Kurt Angle had to defend all three Impact or TNA championships in the same night, the Tag Team Championship, the uh, X Division Championship, and the uh, the TNA World Championship, I think is what it was still back then. I don't think it was Impact yet. <coughs> yeah, I don't think it was Impact yet. But So that's I, I guess that's just my crime is like, seriously, WWE, you got to cock block someone's own name. That's that's about as messed up as it gets. Like, like I think that's the bigger story than the firings this week. Because again, we said that the firings were not such a bad thing for most of the people involved. Um, I think 
trying to steal somebody's literal name, that's pretty fucked yeah. up. Like, I don't know. But again, can you, I'm can you imagine old... if they tried to do that to John Cena, who would be who would be we be watching in these movies, or Dwayne Johnson? Yeah, like, I mean that's that's an important one. Dwayne Johnson had to fight for for years to be able to use the name Dwayne the Rock Johnson, and then gave up. Just gave up, and and that's why he goes by just Dwayne Johnson in the movies. Well, I, I think well now and, especially and would be promoting WWE really if they'd let him. Mm-hmm. Well, I think he still kind of does though. No, uh, he's credited just as Dwayne Johnson now. They sometimes will call him The Rock, but in his movies, he's officially discredited as Dwayne Johnson. But and I think that is more just because he's such a big blockbuster movie guy that he can remove The Rock because everyone's still going to go see his movies, and Dwayne Johnson is what's up. Did that really um, have anything? To I'm going to say bullshit. Battle? I'm going to no. say bullshit because every time, every time he's in a WWE produced movie, it's Dwayne The Rock Johnson again. Mm-hmm. He, he actually, again, this goes back to the relatively early days. He, he fought with WWE to be able to call himself Dwayne The Rock Johnson and eventually just gave up on it and then spent years developing the reputation as just Dwayne Johnson. He knew he had to build up that as himself, Dwayne Johnson. And there was one one of the two he did with Sean William Scott where he got to use The Rock again because WWE produced it. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember which one he did. Which, which one that was? Was that Walking that was Taller the or the other one? That was probably the rundown. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Walking, Walking Tall, Tall was Knoxville. Yeah. That's Tall right. Was Knoxville. So the rundown was produced with WWE. So it was Dwayne the Rock Johnson. It had been like eight or nine years since we'd heard him referred to as the Rock. In the latter Mummy movies, he was not allowed to be Dwayne the Rock Johnson. In the Scorpion King movie, uh, he, I think he still was. And then the, the Scorpion King 2, I think he was just Dwayne. <laughs> I, uh, I had a thought, and I'm like, is there a Dwayne Johnson movie that I haven't seen? Probably have you seen a Tooth Fairy? Fairy. No, you have a daughter. He has. Yeah. Um, I have seen Tooth Fairy, <laughs> but it, I didn't get to see it until way later. Let's see here. Um, yeah, we have uh, Mummy. One Returns. of the fast movies? Um, I've, those seen are shit. Single, I've seen every single fast movie. Oh, okay. You like watching shit. Okay. They're Check the Brain of the Door <laughs> which, movies. Which, which, by the way, apparently the new one, it, okay, we obviously know it's going to be over extreme and unrealistic, but my friend went in. I haven't watched it yet, but my friend went in saying, okay, it's just going to be crap, whatever. But he's like, dude, there's just too much stuff that's just absolutely ridiculous to the point where you just can't even... You, you can't even put your imagination on hold anymore because it's just absolutely too much. Too much unrealistic crap to the point where it, you just can't even fast, fasten what's going on. Like, it's too much. So I'm going to still watch yeah. it because whatever. But <coughs> That's different than every review seen. I've read of it. But so let's see. Mummy Returns I've seen. Uh... Scorpion King, seen. The Rundown, seen. Walking Tall, seen. Be Cool, I've seen. Doom, I've seen. It sucks, but i see it. Southland Tales, I love it, even though it's like a, a fucking acid trip. Gridiron Gang, I've seen. Reno 911 Miami, I've seen. The Game I have not seen that one. I have not seen it's... that one either, I don't think. Reno 911 Miami? Nope. No. 
Awesome. He's a very small part. Very oh, small okay. part. Uh, Race to Witch Mountain, I've seen. Planet 51. It's just a voice role, though, so I don't know if I've seen that one. That might be the only one. Um, Tooth Fairy I've seen. Why Did I Get Married 2? He had a cameo in it. I don't know if I've seen that one, but it was just a cameo. Uh, the other guys. You again. He had a cameo. Faster, I've seen. Fast Five. Journey 2. Mysterious Island, I've seen. Snitch, I've seen. G.I. Joe Retaliation, I've seen. Pain mm-hmm. and Gain, I've seen. Fast and Furious 6, I've seen. Empire State. I think I've actually seen that one. I think it was on... Um, <laughs> Uh, on TNT not too long ago. Hercules, I've seen. Fast 7, I've seen. San Andreas, I've seen. Central Intelligence, I've seen. Moana. I have a daughter. I have seen Moana. A bunch of times. A lot. Fate of the Furious, what, I've seen. Baywatch, What can I say? I you're seen. welcome. What can I oh, say? Baywatch, was, except you're, you're Baywatch I've seen a couple times because it's really? actually pretty fucking funny. Uh, uh, the the scene where uh, uh, the the main guy, the chubby guy, falls on—it's pretty early on—falls on a, a a bench, um, and then gets a boner <laughs> because the hot girl comes by, and so she she's trying to talk him out of it so that he can get out of it because he's stuck to the chair, and he's like, "You're not helping. You're not helping." <laughs> so Dwayne Johnson has to come along and save him, save his boner from this chair. Um, it had funny moments for sure. Welcome to the jungle, Jumanji. I've seen Rampage. I've seen Skyscraper. I've seen Fighting with My Family. I've seen Shazam. He was executive producer, so he wasn't in it, but I have seen it. Hobbs and Shaw. I've seen Jumanji the Next Level. I've seen. Uh, and then Jungle Cruise hasn't officially come out yet, but I will probably see it. Free Guy hasn't come out yet, but he's apparently got a cameo in that. So yeah, I think I've seen every movie that he had a major role in. I can happily say that I have not. Yeah, I've seen a majority of those, but there's certainly a few I've missed. I don't. I had. I didn't see Doom fully, which I know I'm not missing much. Um, and a few other ones. <laughs> and a few other ones. But yeah, I'll, I'll see his bigger ones for sure. But anyways, back to the original point because we went on a tangent because AD you went on a tangent. Um, <laughs> uh, is is he had to make an effort to establish himself in Hollywood as not The Rock, as Dwayne Johnson. Because he knew that WWE wouldn't allow him to call himself The Rock in, in other movies. And for him to be a, a household name, he had to make it on his own. Right. It's also why his ex-wife is also his producing partner and manager. Uh, and she's brilliant because she helped him through that, um, which I guess uh, is uh, one example of exes um, working better apart than together. I guess. Mm-hmm. Oh, my exes are twats. <laughs> That's it. That's all I got. It's a great uh, song. That, I, that, I, I, I might I'd actually have listened to that song. <laughs> <laughs> I can, sing hard it. I, I can also sing that uh, uh, in the format of twat, 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 she is, twat, twat, which twat. is kind of fuck the police, but only twat, my ex-wife. Well, you, you could do it to the uh, tune of Little John Shot. 
Yeah, that's what I was thinking. My axes. Jesus. So I guess it's time to wrap up. I forget that my face is on this now, and that could actually come back to bite me in the ass. We didn't say which axe it was. Yeah. We didn't say which twat it was. We we actually said all of them. <laughs> Literally all of them is yeah, what I said. Yeah, you did. You did. Yeah. All of them, but the previous last one. But but this except is for the like baby it. mama, because that could bite me in the ass. That's the only one that could bite me in the ass. So stop we'll talking. We're stop talking. Yeah, about <laughs> shit. Fuck. Well, ain't that twatterific? But, <laughs> but I but, but what is twatterific is the stupid dick move that WWE is doing. And... For sure. Can I just can you imagine all the other people that they I mean if they did that with Roman Reigns? Okay, yeah, you're not gonna call Joe Anaway. You're not gonna you're not gonna do that. You're not gonna mm-hmm. do. You know, there's a lot of people who have stage names. Keith Lee's stage name is his actual name. Mm-hmm. What was Roman's name in uh, when he did? Uh... Was it Hobbs and Shaw or the other fast one? I think it was Hobbs and Shaw. I think he was think... credited as Joseph Anawaii. But yeah, will... so because That's I actually... think he I think he called up his cousin the Rock and said, Hey, said, hey. Um since we're gonna be in this movie together, what should I credit as? And the Dwayne Johnson was like, No, use your real name. Uh, yeah. Don't give there to be any freaking <clears throat> No free Promo. shit. You know, uh, it's a rare occurrence. It's happened with Scott Hall, Kevin Nash. Um, it's happened with John Cena. It's happened with Keith Lee. It's a rare occurrence that somebody's actual name is their their stage name. You know, the the interesting part to that is if you're if you're signing with WWE, be ahead of the curve enough to encourage WWE to use your your name. If you're going to continue to wrestle under it, the best examples I can think of this are like Chris Benoit, Chris Jericho, um, Rey Mysterio Jr., who actually switched to Rey Mysterio for WWE. Um, this is this is a this is truly a sign to those people. Anybody uh, signing right now? Fun, fun fact: do that. Rey Mysterio's name is not actually Rey Mysterio. Okay, but <laughs> his his performing name, Chris Jericho's real name isn't Chris Jericho. It is indeed not. Steve Austin's real name isn't Steve Austin. Steve Anderson. Steve Williams. Steve or Williams. Steve Williams. Yeah, but Dr. Death had it at the time, so they gave him a different name. So, um, but Steve Austin owns the rights to the name Steve Austin so that he can use it in things like Broken School Sessions and and maybe WWE is the only one who produces anything with Steve Austin so in it. In Hobbs and Shaw, his official uh, credited name was Joe, quote, Roman Reigns, Anawaii. So it was, it oh, was at least okay, on so loan from it. WWE. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, they they must have. And if the next thing is, to well, I didn't know for sure if, if Roman Reigns' real name is Joe Anawaii because it could be a different last name. He could just um, be a descendant his, of that family. His uh, real last name is Anawaii. His okay. real first name is Liati. Joseph is his oh. name. Oh, okay. There we go. So, um, yeah. So that'd be kind of interesting to see how that law works. I guess you would have to look at. Uh, cause WWE's main stuff is in Connecticut. 
So how Connecticut treats um, trademarks for legit real names, because I imagine every state is perhaps different with that. Um, well, yeah, most trademarks are, are federal, so federal. It's okay. across, yeah, it's across all the states. Um, Excuse me. I killed the fly. You can trademark it in one region, but WWE wouldn't do that because they perform in every region, so they want to trademark right. in every region. So. Um, so, like, if you've got a business, if, if I were to start a uh, Detective Smarks business here in, in Omaha, I could just trademark it at the local trademark level uh, if I didn't ever would be cheaper to to market it outside of this area but but we're worldwide yes which is why turks and caicos needs to sponsor us and i have they a hat sure that says need that to god darn them but they don't know what they're the missing interruption. yeah but that's all i got really it's we're a top 50 percent in the world podcast yeah. but i just uh i just think WWE is doing just a total dick move on this. And it's just like, what, what is the benefit for them to get Keith Lee's name trademarked? Um, aside from, we can fire Keith Lee and then he can't ever wrestle as that again. That's it. That's what it is. Well, the other piece is, is negotiation, you know. I don't know that people don't figure it out. I mean, none of us went, John Moxley, who the hell's that? Yeah. That's because that was, his, if, thank God they changed Dean Ambrose. Because John Moxley, a lot of people already knew his indie stuff and whatever. So, but you know, that worked. But if Seth went somewhere else, and he's going to go back to Tyler Black, and nobody's going to go, oh, Tyler Black. He could even oh. go to Colby Lang, and everybody's going to go, that's Seth freaking Rollins. For sure. So, so I think the, the real lesson that should come out of this is use um, a stage name. Even like, well, and more specifically, <laughs> if you are going to make the mistake of signing with WWE, which don't get me wrong, I 100% think that for most independent wrestlers right now, signing a real contract with WWE is a mistake. Except um, for this part. Except for the money. And even then, it's a short-term win over long-term losses, I think. Um, but mm -hmm. if you are going to make the mistake of signing with WWE, then uh, protect yourself and either... We, uh, us fans like to rally and rail against, you know, you changing your name when you go to WWE. Um, and we did it with Tess, uh, Taya Valkyrie when she came in as, as Frankie Monet. But, you know, probably has the right idea. Come up with a fake name, start a fake name in WWE, let them use that, let them fucking trademark it, use the crap out of it, and then when you leave, you can go back to whatever the fuck you want, right? Make sure that your face is the thing that, that is that, that mm. people recognize you by. Exactly. Who gives a rip about your name? Yeah. Make sure that wh whatever name you want to use post-WWE is not the name you use in WWE, right? If you want to be forever known as John Moxley, then don't use John Moxley in WWE, which he didn't, right? If you want to be forever known uh, afterwards as Tyler Black or... or <coughs> Donovan Dijak or whatever, don't use it in WWE. You know, I, I think I, and I'll be the first to say it. I gave WWE all sorts of crap for changing wrestlers' names when they didn't need to. 
I, I think WWE is stupid for doing it, but I now think that the wrestlers are smart for doing it. I mean, we've had two hosts. One one host changed uh, changed titles. He was an officer. Now he's a detective. And uh, as as DA Vincent K something, um, I used to be a different uh, fabe. I used to be a different kayfabe. It was I am kayfabe. Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember that at all. It was like <laughs> it was like three episodes, but you know, there you have it. You know, like I can't go to another podcast and be I am kayfabe or DA Vincent kayfabe because yep. you had you had to freaking get get the yeah. DA DA Vincent kayfabe trademark money. Yeah, yeah. Thank God I can just be Vincent kayfabe because that's my real name. Thank God you yes. only took my title away. Yeah, one hundred percent. <laughs> By the way, if you want to see if that story is true or not, scan my boob. Scan my boob. <laughs> scan my boob. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing tonight. Um, I'm so lost, but I got the merch, so, so that's what matters. That's what matters. In terms of, uh, I guess we'll go to misdemeanors. Are we yeah, ready sure. for that? We will go to misdemeanors. I, I, I do have a... ScanMyBoob.com Not an actual website, but it might be If it's soon. cheap enough, if it's cheap enough, it might be soon. Um, so uh, watch out. There's another hurricane coming through, and that is none other than Miss Superhero Nikki Cross. Now listen. At first, we all were hating it, and then we found out that, oh, she was the one that created it, and she wanted to do it, and everyone was on board with, oh, okay, that's cool. We're also pretty something. sure Molly's helping her with it, which is a good thing. Is that a fact? Well, we, yeah. We hope Molly's helping her. She's we're pretty sure that. We're, this is speculation. Molly was recently mm -hmm. hired backstage, and now there's a female superhero. <laughs> Molly's probably done the best with the superhero gimmick of anybody because she actually yeah. held the title after that. So, mm -hmm. so I don't know, though. I We'll see what happens. It's only been one week. I'm not going to maybe rag on it too much uh, as we'll have to wait and see what happens. But I don't feel like this is the era of when Molly Holly did it. You know what I mean? It's not going to be kind of the, it's not entire. It's not the same WWE at all from when Molly Holly did it. Um, it was more jokes. The writing was at least a little bit better too. Um, so I don't know. I Vince likes these kind of things I feel. So I guess that's a good thing. And maybe he'll give more leniency towards what Nikki Cross would want to do, and hopefully Molly's helping her out. Um, but honestly, you got to change up that gear a bit. Get a new little eye mask, because that eye mask was horrendous. <coughs> and um, yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was kind of weird. I would, I personally liked her sanity character, Psychopath. I think she does that really well. She might be maybe a bit too energetic for a superhero. As superheroes aren't overly charismatic as Nikki is, so that's why I maybe don't see it fitting her too well. She's kind of all over the place. Um, but 
perhaps we'll have to wait and see. Just curious to what you guys maybe think of uh, superhero Nikki. Well, if you'd like to know how what we think of it, you should watch our FBI episode from Tuesday that you were not on, my friend. Oh, okay. Sorry, Sparks. I didn't mean to take that one away from you. No, you're fine. <laughs> it's almost like we talked about it. Um, I don't hate it. I, I really don't. Um, um, I don't think it's the best use of Nikki. I think that she could be... Uh, oh, I'm going to watch. I'm going to look at it first. Scanmyboob.com. Hey, that's, that's not too bad. Bucks. For a year? Yep. That's not bad Buddy, for the I, first year. I feel like I feel like I'm ready to Venmo you that right now. <laughs> um, just use it from the from the merch proceeds. <laughs> there might be enough out of that. There is enough out of that. I know there is. I know the percentages. <laughs> you better you best be registering skin. You know the person who bought them, right? Yes, I do. <laughs> so. Um, scan by boob automatically goes to our link tree. That would be awesome. Redirect. Anyway. Um, oh, that looks like a cartoon character from the eighties. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I hate snapbacks. Uh, yeah, I, 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 we talked about it a little bit. <laughs> there we go. Two, two guys rocking snapbacks. Um, is yours Velcro? Nope, mine's a full snapback. Oh, I hate it. I hate it. Anyway. My hair's um, too long to do like yours, though, because it hangs down like Michael Jackson. Hee-hee! So, um... the worst Michael Jackson impression ever. There we go. That's that's about right right there. <laughs> there anyway. So, I'm going to go ahead and say I don't hate the whole Nikki thing. I don't think it's a great move. I don't think it's a bad move. Um, but any way we can get more of more, uh, more additional wrestlers, more additional uh, women's women's um, production is going to be good right now. Um, you know, one of the terrifying things you look at at SmackDown right now. I think SmackDown's roster has four viable women right now. Four. Four. I'm trying to four. think of the so you got Sasha, you obviously Bianca. Bianca. Sasha's not performing Bailey. right now. Sasha's not performing right now. Right. Yeah. She might be she's filming, been... but she's performing. She's not performing. So we got Sasha Bailey. You got Naomi. Um, and Naomi's tank partner. Well, yeah, Naomi's. She, she's a former champion. But Naomi's on Raw now. Yeah. Is she? <laughs> oh yeah. shit. Well, fuck. There you have. Yeah, Bailey, Bianca Belair, mm, Carmella. Yeah, Carmella, fine. Uh, Liv Morgan, I'm going to want to put her. I'd put her up there, man. I'm really want her to win the money. I would, day. but obviously WWE doesn't because they fire everyone she's ever involved with. Yeah, that's valid. Um, so. Mia Yim is technically on SmackDown, but she hasn't actually shown on SmackDown. She hasn't debuted yet. Uh, since they put her over there, so. uh, Sonya Deville still technically on SmackDown, but uh, reports came out this week that don't expect her to wrestle anytime soon. Uh, mm. She's happy with her authority so, figure role. SmackDown could be a rough spot. They, you, they could really discredit very, very quickly 
Bianca Belair if they mm-hmm. don't start throwing somebody else at her other than Sasha or Bianca. Bailey. Well, yeah. um, you know, that no, might... I, I, I think the proper moves to start having people pop around a little bit in those women's divisions. I think you need a premium title and a secondary title. And um, that, that don't have enough women's well, they don't... can be on both sides, both lines. Not... Well, they already have that though. Technically. No. Can't the tag teams go on each yeah. brand? Tag teams they just don't know brand. what they're. They just don't know what they're doing with. The I tag think teams, um, so men or women. So, I think the real thing is, uh, if they really wanted their women's division on either show to uh, be good long term, they should have. I don't know. Not fired so many women's wrestlers. What? Wait, point. are you saying you think Marina Shafir? Could have been one of those women's wrestlers that they use. Quite possibly, or um, a Mickey James. A, ho- a future Hall of Famer? No. Oh, no. 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 <laughs> no. Um, or Chelsea um, Green. Chelsea Green. Or Ruby Riot, who was actually on SmackDown. Or the Iconics. Or the Iconics. That's an iconic uh, answer right there, good sir. You have the strongest said, women's division in all of wrestling. Yeah. And you but, pissed it away. Because now it's only seven women. Yeah. Fucking stupid. Hey, um, in related news, one of my misdemeanors is uh, sort of related to that. And that is that they're starting to give tryouts on main event to fucking NXT people uh, to see, see how they yeah. might use them on the main roster. And the reports have it that Scarlett Bordeaux is going to be uh, on main event as her tryout for the main roster. Um, important to note that uh, her tryout is being done separately from uh, Karrion Cross's tryout, which was last week's one, which was... Like, I'm not talking about the the match. Just, just the debut entrance ramp thing. They used basically the same music. But he had no smoke, no, you know, any of that, no flashing lights, any of that. He literally looked like like Wish.com's Karrion Cross coming out. <laughs> he walks out with the lights all on him, and he stands in the ring, and he does his little pose. But with none of the smoke and all that stuff, it just looked like, who, who bought Walmart Karrion Cross, man? We, well, we I mean, real brand stuff. And I wonder what they're going to do when they do go live. Because usually the main event is on SmackDown, no? Uh, when do they film three. it? I think it's I Raw, maybe, actually. Might... Yeah, if, if SmackDown's doing 205 Live, then they're probably doing it Raw. Main event on Raw. And then so NXT, what do you do there? Because now, at this rate, you have all three shows going to different places, right? It's not always in the, from what I remember, at least. Yeah, yeah they'll, they'll be touring at different locations, yes. That's the way it used to be, but they're doing uh, a thing now. Their house shows they're doing is super shows, which would mean both rosters in one show. That's what at least so far it's looking like. So they're going to be, if they, just as an example, we're going to use Minnesota because it's a very easy location for a lot of people to understand the two metro areas of Minnesota are St. Paul and Minneapolis right next to each other. So you have Raw filmed at Minneapolis, uh, SmackDown filmed at St. Paul, and then a super show in between 
mm-hmm. at a different location, yes. uh, NXT or NXT at a different at, at a different arena, multiple arena locations is what you're thinking, or New York Barclays, um, Barclays the the place where where the first draw happened and Madison Square Garden. Yeah, so like right now, yes. uh, they're their taping schedule um and i gotta go once they start the the tour kansas city they've got raw in dallas they got smackdown then in cleveland ohio on july 23rd and july 24th pittsburgh pennsylvania they're calling a super show and that's gonna have both rosters and then louisville kentucky is a super show on the july 25th then July 26th, the Monday night, Kansas it's going to be in City. Kansas City. And then SmackDown in Minneapolis. And then a Super Show Saturday night in Milwaukee, a Super Show Sunday night in Detroit. And then Monday night, Chicago, Illinois for Raw. Friday night, SmackDown in Tampa, Florida. Then a Super Show in Fort Flor- Myers, Florida. And then a Super Show in Gainesville, Florida. So, so basically, they're not doing shows... Live shows Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Okay. Um, They're doing shows Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. And the two in the middle are going to be super shows, except for when they're pay-per-views. Like, then, uh, you know, they'll do... (coughs) SummerSlam and whatever. Friday night, yeah. So, like, Friday night, uh, SmackDown in Phoenix, Arizona on August 20th. Then SummerSlam... Uh, on August 21st, Saturday, then a Super Show on Sunday, and then Monday Night Raw on uh, San Diego on Monday. So Monday Night Raw. So, yeah, I'm curious to see how the fans are going to start reacting, though, because um, then that's hopefully what would kind of let Vince know what the heck is going on. Um because I understand that it's hard to kind of know without any fans and you piping in all the sounds. I do get that. Um, all the other brands, well, AEW at least has done it. NXT technically has crowds, um, but no one else does. I don't count Thunderdome as a crowd. So, um, yeah, we'll see. I hope the live live shows finally kick WWE in the, in the keister to finally – get some decent stuff going on. Hopefully that was their plan all along. We're not going to waste our good stuff now. We're going to wait until there's a crowd. And with what we hear about what's happening with SummerSlam, John Cena coming back, Seth Rollins versus Edge. Um, I still 100% doubt John Cena actually wrestles. Yeah. It's the same thing with The Rock. I don't think he actually wrestles. He even mentioned in an interview that getting clearance from his insurance to wrestle with his movie schedule is a nightmare. I think John Cena interferes in the Brock Lesnar match at SummerSlam. Interfering might happen. Wrestling an actual match, I don't think happens. Same thing with The Rock. I I don't think he's going to be able to get clearance to do a full match. I think I think Cena could get clearance for WrestleMania if he starts planning now. Well, Which means he could interfere there and have a WrestleMania versus the importance for him to get clearance Brock. to wrestle at a WrestleMania. He's got to be one hundred percent between movies. Yep, um, and I say one hundred percent, meaning no potential reshoots. 
Right. When no reshoots and no starting schedule within like six months. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like because... you have to get paid. You have to get paid Brock money to do that. Yeah. Basically, he has to. He has to basically not schedule a a movie for the rest of that year. Yeah. Because because the movies the insurance companies don't want to risk the movie having to be delayed because John Cena tore his ACL. Which know. affects Fast 74. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, and it's the same thing with The Rock. It, you know, that's what plays into why I don't think we'll see him in an actual match anytime soon. Um, we might see him interfere. He might come out and attack Roman Reigns, but I just don't say we'll see him in an actual match. If he attacks Roman Reigns, you'll know that within two years, it'll be a WrestleMania match with Roman Reigns and The Rock. Mm -hmm. But you don't know that it won't be two years out. Yeah. Like, it could feasibly take that long. uh, Movie contracts, the uh, insurance will sometimes say they can't even ride a motorcycle. You're not allowed to ride a motorcycle because you could injure yourself on a motorcycle. You're not allowed to go rock climbing because you could injure yourself rock climbing. Uh, you're not allowed to eat dairy because you're lactose intolerant. Well, okay, maybe that's not it. Maybe yeah. <laughs> you you'll get although, the Hershey squirts. Although, if you are lactose intolerant, you probably shouldn't eat dairy. Just right. Word of advice. It's a bad decision. Dairy. Yeah, bad it's decision. it's a poor decision. Yeah. Yeah. A lot I mean, of you could take a lactate maybe and and be okay with it. You know. What well, the hell was this misdemeanor? Um. Oh, shit. It was mine we're still doing? I no. Think so. Babe put himself up, or Smarks put himself up. <laughs> no, just for we that. moved on to, to JLB. I just didn't have him up yet, I think. Oh, okay. So this no, is still, I, this is still said, Superhero Nikki? Superhero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So let's you, move on, guys. You popped on. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go I, was talking, I was talking about the Keith Lee thing, but we'd gotten way off that a long time ago. Yeah. So I know, but then so, we did the misdemeanor for Nikki. Um, and, and then, then you you're up next. Yeah. Yeah, you, you were gonna do one, but I don't know. I don't. Maybe you, you did. did have you one. never said it. You never said it though. Me? I said the you Keith did. Lee thing because your Nikki Cross one was first. That was Nikki Cross was a misdemeanor. Then. Keith Lee wasn't a misdemeanor. It was an actual crime. Yeah, one job. N- no, I did. The, anyways. Anyway, so what is that. your misdemeanor? Apparently, well, the I, thing. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Here. I, the, the only thing that I was talking about um, at this was because I, I brought myself up at one point mentioning how because uh, D.A. Fabe was talking about the lack of women's wrestlers. And I mentioned that oh, yeah. they were right. bringing up Scarlett Bordeaux to wrestle. But I don't know. You know, Maybe you don't fire Zelina Vega. Mm. Oh, God, we could just keep naming them. Like we could do a whole show of bad fires on women's wrestlers. We could name more bad fires on women's wrestlers than good fires on men's <laughs> wrestlers. And there are some good fires on men's wrestlers. It's oh, ridiculous. Yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> I was just thinking in. Uh, if you just took all of the wrestlers WWE released this year and made your own wrestling promotion, you'd have a pretty fire wrestling promotion. <laughs> you really would. Yeah, you'd probably have uh, the number three, maybe number four. You'd probably beat ROH. Mm-hmm. 
and maybe beat Impact. But I think Impact's agreement with AEW helps them a little bit. Well, like if all really of them, them. save their if all of them save their nickels and dimes, they could pull off a second Cody Rhodes production. Because yeah, I mean you'd have you'd have uh, Killian Dane. Um, you'd have Kirk Sally and August Gray, who we don't know anything about. Um, <laughs> the funny thing is, as uh, August Gray was actually scheduled, was actually had been taped to be on Two Hundred Five Live this week, and so and then he got fired. So, so he tweeted out. Tonight's 205 Live main event has just been turned into a loser leaves town match. Don't miss it. <laughs> uh, you'd have Marina Shafir. You'd have the Bollywood Boys. You'd have Tyler Breeze and Fandango. You'd have Arturo Ruiz, Tony Nese, Ariane Divari, Everrise, Braun Strowman, Alistair Black, Buddy Murphy, Lana, Ruby Riot, Santana Garrett. Jessamine Duke and Marina Shafir, I get now. You'd have Andrade, although he's now been signed with AEW, sort of. <coughs> You'd have Lars Sullivan, if you cared. Uh, <laughs> no. Steve Cutler, who uh, has now um, shown up on Impact Wrestling. Uh, Samoa Joe is back on WWE, so we can take him out of this. But Peyton Royce and Billy Kay, Mickey James, Chelsea Green. Uh, Tucker, Kalisto, Bo Dallas, Wesley Blake. That right there is is a lineup a that would be. A, you could literally put together a "We Got Fired" pay per view of your own and have tournament style set up for a men's championship, a men's trophy, a women's trophy, a tag team trophy, and potentially a women's tag trophy. You could let, you could do 1989. What is that that thing that we watched that we did the review on with Sting and um, Ric Flair and tag team and, classics? Uh, oh yeah, the called. yeah the um, I'm trying to remember what it was called. Yes, but someone yeah. needs to do this. Absolutely. Yes. Just get them all. Just a one-off paper. You know what, Vince Russo? You want to prove that you can do this? Listen to their input because it's only a one-time show. So if this is a one-time show, I don't think Vince Russo fucks this up. Maybe he does. He probably yeah, does. Yeah, he probably does. But anyway, Vince Russo, prove to us. Take yes. all those wrestlers and give us a, a one-time pay-per-view. Yep, just one time. That's all it needs to be. We got fired. Unjustice. Unjustified the pay-per-view. I even just, I gave you the name Russo. Do it. I'm challenging you. Yeah. And I'll be in a match with you, but somebody gets to interfere and make it so that I win. Yeah, it can be a um, DA contract on a pool match. <laughs> that means I got to climb the ropes, dude. Knowing oh, him, he'd probably put. He, knowing him. Ty- I'll have Tyler Breeze and Fandango help me out. We're good. We're good. No, Fandango. he'd have uh he'd have a garbage bag on a pole match and it'd be like Mickey James versus someone because wow. Vince Russo is gonna play off things. Wow, why you gotta do that, man? 
Because Vince Russo would do that. He could have Judy Bagwell on a pole, The Return. <laughs> and just, I don't know, is Judy Bagwell still alive? I, I don't, don't want to say that. that. Why are you looking that up? <laughs> Stop it. Anyway, moving forward, I'm going to move on to my misdemeanor. You can switch the screen whenever you want. Um, Edge has returned four. Not one time, not two times, not three times, but four times since he's been back. Oh. He's been back a year and a half. <laughs> four times he's had a return. Three of which were this year. Well, good yeah. news is we might get Edge versus Seth, which I'm kind of down for, for SummerSlam. Oh, that's yippee ki Edge versus Seth. Is Judy Bagwell still alive? Mm, as far <laughs> as I can tell, yet? yes. Is, okay, but. so Judy Bagwell on a pole mm-hmm. match. I mean, Buff obviously needs the job right now, so it's a pay for bail money. Um, <clears throat> pay for bail, pay for bail. But but no, I, I I'm 100 down with you on on this thing. Is you can only hype the oh my god someone returned. So many times so in a two-year span. I will say it was too many times with Jericho. Four times from 2000 to 2017, I think is when he left, uh-huh. finally. Four times in, in 17 years, or 99 to 17. Four times in 17 years, Jericho had some type of show-up surprise on WWE. And it was too many. The thing is, like... The only time a show-up surprise like this actually works is when it's either the person is not with the company. <laughs> um, like Jericho's Lesner, first one. Jericho's first one. He wasn't with the company. Or Brock Lesnar, whose contract expires, and then he just doesn't have a contract, and he lives in his fucking house in Montana and doesn't do shit, you know? Yeah. And then all of a sudden appears. That's one thing. So Edge appearing at at the Royal Rumble a year ago um, was a big surprise because he was not an active wrestler. He didn't have an active contract. He wasn't with the company, right? Him appearing at Royal Rumble this year was like, eh. Uh, Oh, Edge. Edge. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. And then him appearing on SmackDown. Oh, my goodness. Don't care. I mean, I like to see Edge. I'm happy for him and everything, but... It's not a surprise Remember, return. Last year, it was after after WrestleMania, he took a brief hiatus after the match with Randy Orton, and mm-hmm. then had a yet another match series with Randy Orton by attacking him two months later. Yep. So there's four total visits, mm-hmm. four total visits that were, oh, Edge is here. I can't believe he came back. I mean, <laughs> it it's. It's it's the equivalent of, of trying to hype up Sting's every single time Sting comes to the ring, Tony uh, Tony Schiavone saying, "It's Sting." What uh, Tony? This 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 was actually scheduled. Yeah. Yeah, but that's who it is. I'm, I'm standing here to interview him. I know. <laughs> like it was cool <laughs> you did it the first time. It's cool like, you did it the first time. I get you want to do well, the nostalgia the from WCW, is, but the difference with Tony Schiavone is that's his way of announcing it's Sting, and it's he's not acting like yeah. oh my god it's Sting. 
Um, which is what they did on SmackDown. They're like, oh my god, it's Edge. What, you're surprised that an employee showed up to his job? Yeah, um, yeah. which was in the title hunt, I don't know, two months ago. Hmm. He was in a match for the title. Okay. And Roman already had said, I've beaten everybody, and I laid them on top of each other. And then, hey, Edge just comes back. Well, I'm still going to face you again just because. And I was like, well, and, and, and in Edge's defense, he hasn't had a one-on-one title shot with Roman. I get it. So I, I suppose it's fine, but don't pretend it's a surprise. Yeah. That, that's literally the, it's literally like seeing um, Big E come out. Oh, my gosh, it's Big E. Right. He was it's on Kofi. <laughs> it was on the show last week. Like, yeah. why is this? A big we interviewed him interview? earlier in this show. Yeah. He's yeah. backstage uh, with Xavier. And, uh, it's Sami Zayn. I guess the only way I give it give it a little bit of a pass is if Edge had instead of having his music hitting him come out the normal way, if he had just hopped in the ring and delivered a spear and then it's a surprise. Yes. Whatever. But when someone's music hits that you can't act surprised well, I mean, because someone backstage had to queue up his music. Yeah. Ro- Roman could absolutely act surprised. Roman did exactly what he should do. Roman went, mm-hmm. what the hell is this some bitch coming out for? And I'm sorry, that's some great surprise music, too. You think you know me? And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and the commentary actually said, what? Mm-hmm. Did you not know who that is that goes, you think you know me? Who is this? Well, well, I guess I mean, in fairness, they didn't know who Piper Niven was, so I guess that's, may- that's true. That's maybe legit. they just have the memories of Goldfish. Uh, Who's no, this? Goldberg. No, Goldfish <laughs> have no memories. Oh, they only remember about five minutes at a time. Unless so you're like, in Finding Nemo, it's only ten seconds. Those aren't Goldfish. Yeah, those are clownfish. Oh, valid, valid clownfish. Jeez. Clownfish and angelfish. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But that's my point. I think I think the announcers at WWE just have memories that are about five minutes long. So if you're out of their sight for more than five minutes, they've forgotten all about you. Oh my God! It's Dewdrop. 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 It's Sting. <laughs> what? So anyway, anyway, that's I I. I Yes, you can blow up a wrestler for for his, their big return. I'm all for it. Um, yes, edges is edges is one that you can do that with. The unfortunate part is there's they've spent so many years relying on these blow ups from the past that the only blow up that's left, really, in my opinion, that can get that that isn't active that hasn't recently been active is CM Punk. It's really the only right. one that you can go, oh, my God. Like, you you could not bring well, – I don't even think you could bring Braun Strowman back into it. I think if you bring Brock, though, it'll happen. Being but we've Brock seen it back will be dozens good. of times with Brock. But we still haven't seen him in a while, so it'll be like, a, oh, my God, you know. I, I think that might oh be my good. God. No. No. That's because you read the dirt sheets. No, e- even without that, there there has not been a time in the past three years that Brock showed up that I was like, oh my god, because it's Brock. Because you know, it's it's 
it's to the point where you just expect it to happen, right? It really In is. In fact, I am literally more surprised when a major pay-per-view happens and Brock doesn't show up. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm like, fine. oh, WrestleMania, no Brock? Wow, that surprises me. Because it's, it's the one thing Vince McMahon thinks he can rely on to pop ratings is bring back stars of the past. And in his mind, right now, in terms of active wrestlers, the biggest star is Brock. That's the biggest moneymaker for him, right? If he could bring back circa 1996 Hulk Hogan, he would. But he can't. Hulk Hogan is too old to do it and broken down to do it and too racist to do it. Um, it's Hulk Hogan! The um, racist! He's not okay. racist. Some of his best friends are black. So it's okay. Virgil, yeah. Virgil. Virgil got him good. When he charged his daughter twenty dollars for a photo, uh, because hey, I don't care who your daddy is, you still paying twenty for a photo and thirty to get it signed by me. I he could just easily be clowning around, but I hope to God he actually charged you. <laughs> but Virgil's tweets are freaking hilarious. Uh, my favorite Twitter is the Iron Sheik's Twitter, for sure. He yeah. he's up to date with everything. He even mentioned the Montreal Canadiens, and I was like, "You fucking what? yeah, you, he doesn't mess around." But his tweets are always in all caps, and yeah. uh, it's always like this guy. So this guy talks about everything. Himself. He, he ta- exactly. He talks about the UFC. He talks about the Logan Paul stuff. He talks about hockey. Like this guy's really up to date. I'm like, damn, bro. Let's good for you. Let's see his most recent tweet. Um, an hour ago. If you say one more trip around the sun to describe your birthday, go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh, I made another trip around the sun. Ah, it's by the point. I agree with that. I concur, Iron Cheek. I concur. Um, <laughs> let's see. On a lazy Sunday afternoon, go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh, that's great. Hello, at Mick Jagger. If you know it's only rock and roll, but you like it, then what the fuck is the big deal? <laughs> Go fuck yourself. If you don't love the blazing saddles, you're a dumb, no good piece of shit, low life motherfucker. I never respect you, jabroni. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Oh, uh, 14 this... hours ago. I scream, you scream, we all scream. Go fuck yourself. Fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That one needs a light. Oh, it's hilarious. Yeah, I definitely like that one. That's lit. <laughs> Rise and shine, fuckface. <laughs> uh, oh, man. <laughs> Iron Cheek from yeah, uh, two days ago. If all the leaves are brown and the sky is gray, it must be the fucking jabroni climate change. <laughs> uh, Iron Cheek's the best. I love him. Um, I don't really have any commendations for this week, mostly because I didn't get to watch much wrestling. That's valid. Um, I have one. Okay. It's Piper. Piper's acting was exceptional when she was called Dewdrop. Yep. Like she, she, I, I was like, oh, she genuinely is pissed off. Like I know she knew it was coming. But she was she like, probably what the didn't. Fuck? Who the fuck knows? She probably didn't. She probably literally with genuine reactions are like, what? What's going on here? 
dewdrop? What the fuck? It's very possible. She didn't know. They probably wanted to get her legit reaction. So it's very possible she didn't know. Who knows? Who knows? My accommodation, honestly, would probably go to Roman Reigns. Man, this guy every week just kills at being this head of the table. And it's, I thought, you're a dick. And I thought I would get tired of it. But man, am I here for it. Why is uh, the other Uso not there? What's going on with that? Just off TV or? Um, Not part of the table. But why? He was like the one that was hardcore part of the table. Yeah. It's yeah, Jay Uso is is missing right now. Oh, Jay's missing right now. I thought it was Jimmy still that was gone. No, Jimmy is the one that's taken Jay's place for some reason who originally wasn't down to be part of the table and the hardcore his right-hand man is now missing. So, I don't know what kind of story they're trying to tell here. Yeah, they don't um, they don't have him officially listed as injured, so mm. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what the, know. like just build up an Uso thing, man. Like you're just right there. Just do it. Maybe that's what they're gonna do for SummerSlam. Or that's what they want to wait for for a live crowd. So Triple Threat. The Osos and Roman Reigns. And then the Usos tag team up on Roman Reigns and beat Roman Reigns for the title. <laughs> they take down. turns swapping the title each week. They just lay down for each other. Oh, yeah, I got to have a title match. It's against Jay. Oh, yeah, I got to have a title match. It's against Jimmy. God, that'd be a great storyline. It would just piss everybody off. Yeah. Yeah. Until Roman comes back and it just takes it again because. Well, Roman would just use, like, the 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 money in the bank or, or elimination chamber, a, multi, a multi-man match to just take it off of one of them. Yeah. But if you did that like right after rest, or after Royal Rumble, just before Elimination Chamber, I think you could pull that off, and people would be really irritated. I, I, I have a nice twist to this whole thing. You mm-hmm. you put the belt on, let's say Jey Uso, right? Um, and then you have a challenger, like an Edge, come and challenge Jey Uso for the belt, and so Jey Uso ends up signing a contract to defend uh, to to wrestle against Edge. But the the SmackDown before the pay per view, Jay Uso wrestles a Loses title it match to against Jimmy. Jimmy Uso, so he doesn't have the belt anymore. But he still wrestles against Edge. Edge just can't win the belt. Uh, and then God, oh, so that would be such a wonderful twin magic setup. That's way mm-hmm. better than twin yeah. magic. And and then Definitely the next the magic. next month the pay per view, Edge is like, okay, fine, I'm gonna wrestle against you, Jimmy Uso. Jimmy. Uh, right before it SmackDown. SmackDown before. Another finger poke of doom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. Passing it, passing it off. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know why you keep wrestling the one who doesn't have the belt. You just need to sign a better contract, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah straight up. Uh, and I guess the other big news of the week was the whole viral. There was a video of uh, one of the ba- the Bella twins talking about China uh, on an interview with Joan Rivers back in like 2013, and they called China a man, and Joan Rivers said that China's vagina looks like a penis or something. Um, I mean, people were like going crazy and like trying to cancel the Bella twins. Well, guys, this first of all, this is 2013, 
So Joan Rivers is still alive, obviously. China is still alive. This is when WWE still hated her guts. Um, probably wasn't right for the Bella Twins to even say anything because at the end of the day, China is uh, one of the women you probably looked up to to become a female wrestler. She is one of the goats of all time back then. But, I mean, like, people are just going crazy. Like, guys, this was done in the past. WWE hated her back then. Like, yeah. Twitter sphere, calm your tits. It, in the end, it comes down to these are all, all of these situations are solved by remorse, right? If the Bella Twins come out and were to say, listen, we we had totally forgot about that interview. Uh, we realized we said things that were hurtful. And we apologized for him and gave a, mm-hmm. a, a real apology. I think everyone would just move on. Uh, yeah. Silence is what makes these things worse. The fact that they haven't issued any sort of apology statement. You know, a lot of us say shit in our past that we later for sure. regret. For sure. Um, yeah, you said something yeah. earlier in this podcast that was rude to people who are semi-blind. Yeah. Gosh. Haven't started regretting that yet, but I might. <laughs> Dick. Dick. Well, I was I was specifically being rude to a specific person who's already on this podcast. Oh, they were just specifically being rude to a woman who used steroids at one point in her life. Yeah, and then they can be specifically apologetic for it if they want to get out of the dog's house. And I'll be eventually specifically apologetic to this. But not today. <laughs> For now, he's in the freaking dog guys. Not you. today. I'm canceling Again, you, officers. DA, that is, uh, that is uh, off, or Detective Mark Smarks no, at he's an Law and Order me. WBU. Yeah, now he's just an officer. He's getting demoted because, he's, because, he, because he can't be. You're not my sergeant. <laughs> sergeant okay, JLB. I'll get a hold of Mr. Slaughter. <laughs> I will point out that uh, the Iron Sheik gave his a uh, friendly reminder for everyone to go fuck themselves uh, nice. the other day. So just you know, reminder from the Iron Sheik. It's valid. Jeez, I think but, I'm already uh, following him. I love the Iron Sheik. But on that note, we will probably start to wrap things up. Right. About time. Yeah tried to wrap things up here so make sure to click all of the links in the doobly-doos for um our link all tree. of them all of them down there they're gonna have links to our patreon our merch store our socials all of that stuff there um the merch store i mentioned before we made it easier you can find it all yep right there boom you can <laughs> you can scan his boob and, and eventually uh, go to scanmyboob.com it'll be on the link tree. yeah well I, I, I sincerely feel like that's happening. For twelve dollars a year, that might happen. But so uh, you can head there to get all the socials. But our 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 merch store uh, made it a little bit easier. You can just go to our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com/slash/rawonorderwbu, and you can surf all of our merch right there and and check it out right there and check out. So. Um, you can get the <laughs> Raw and Order Wrestling Booking Unit hat or the Fake Cops Real Pro Wrestling or the Link is in the Doobly-Doos or uh, the Please yeah. Sponsor Us Turks and Caicos. They're all on there. So just go to Facebook.com slash Raw and Order WBU and look at them all yeah. there. Um, Honestly, guys, yeah. like one job. Yeah. But you can follow the Not us a Cop on, shirt. 
Not a Which, cow. unfortunately, I cannot wear at the same time as I wear the Raw and Order Wrestling Booking Unit shirt. You can if you're creative. Yeah. Joey did it on Friends. <laughs> Could I be wearing any more clothes? Maybe if I was wearing underwear. <laughs> Maybe if I wasn't going commando. <laughs> Oh, better do some lunges. <laughs> Dang it, that was going to be my outro. <laughs> <laughs> but make sure to check out all the links. You can follow us on social media. I'm on pretty much all of them. I'm mostly active on Facebook and uh, TikTok, actually, right now. Uh, at Raw and Order WWE. Never thought you'd be active on TikTok. I never thought I would be either. I got to be honest <laughs> with you. It surprises me more than anything. Uh, yeah. But it's... It's kind of fun. So, but you can follow me at Raw and Order WBU on any of those. You can follow DA Fabe at DA Vincent K Fabe, and I'm mostly active out here on my patio, which is why the camera's off because I have horrible lighting out here. But that's where I like to sit. So, um, unfortunately, I'm not active on the socials. Nope. But you can still follow him there, and you can follow JLB at. You can't Jay. follow me on my patio. That's uh, creepy. Don't do that. <laughs> do it. Do it. Follow him everywhere he goes. Honk 100%. at him constantly. But you can follow me at J J L B 420 or Real Talk Radio. That is the brand at Real Talk Radio 8. Anchor.fm slash RTR. I am done school, hopefully. Uh, Tomorrow is my last exam until summer. So uh, I should be a heck of a lot more active on the uh, Real Talk Radio and uh, get a lot more done. So that is it. That is all. Back to you, good sir. Yes, yes. And so with that <laughs> uh, all being said, we will wrap things up for this. I would like to thank everyone for joining us. If you joined us on the live stream, thank you. If you're listening to us later, <laughs> thank you there as well. Oh, look. Look, it's the wrestling Cop sticker. <laughs> right over there, wrestling cops. If you, you can find me, you can follow me anywhere, <laughs> literally, because it's on my truck. Yes. But, <laughs> nice. but yeah, on that note, we will wrap things up. Uh, thank you all for listening. We will see you soon.